Hello and welcome to the 250, your weekly look at the INDB's top 250 movies of all time. I'm Darren. I'm Giovanna. I'm Andrew. And I'm Babu. And this week, we're doing a special episode, or the first of two special episodes, our Indian summer season, taking a look at some of the Indian movies that have entered and sort of been on the uh, IMDb's top 250 movies of all time list. And for that purpose, we've actually invited two special guests back. So we have Giovanna and we have Babu. Hello. Hi. Uh, you may remember them from our episodes covering Lagan and Dangal. Giovanna is the leading expert in Indian cinema in Ireland, so we're very pleased to have you back. The and, foremost. Yeah, the foremost. Yeah. Dr. The Giovanna. Only... <laughs> Ireland's leading academic. Yeah, address me by my proper title, you little bollocks. Because there is nobody else. <laughs> and, and Babu is our resident cricket, cricket expert. Uh, unfortunately, that may come less in handy this time around. This time, yes. Uh, but yeah, so we are discussing uh, PK, which is one of the movies that was released in 2014. And it's one of those movies that sort of pops around the bottom of the list. It tends to come in and go out over time. It's been sort of coming in and going out over the past year and a bit. And it's directed by uh, Rajkumar Harani, who I believe also directed Three Idiots, which is no, also exactly. featured on this. Thank you very much. Um, and it's an interesting film. I picked this movie at random. Next week we're going to do Rang de Basanti. But I sort of figured we'd do PK because it's one of the lower ones. It's one of the more recent ones. And on doing a bunch of research, I discovered it was quite an interesting film culturally as well. Absolutely, absolutely, because uh, basically it talks about um, um, the issue of uh, religion and um, superstition and uh, commercialization of religion uh, that um, happens everywhere, of course, but it's uh, particularly rife uh, in India because there are all these uh, uh, self-styled gurus who try to take advantage of uh, people's superstitions and uh, they try to make money uh, out of religion and so basically this film is trying to denounce that and unmask uh, these people who are uh, actually um, uh, defrauding people of the opportunity of uh, enjoying uh, their religion in a proper way like in a spiritual way mm-hmm. and uh, not as a form of uh, uh, buying favors from god and this is an interesting film as well because I think when we talked about Lagan, we mentioned Lagan at the time was the highest grossing film at the Indian box office at that point. This is another film that sort of accomplished that, I believe. This, uh, as well as Ek the Tiger, I think both broke the record for Indian earnings there and abroad, I think. Absolutely, yes, they did, because, uh, I mean, people know that uh, Amir Khan is uh, um, uh, always producing films that are uh, uh, controversial, but they are also very good, very entertaining, and uh, uh, people in India and abroad are very interested in uh, in watching his film whenever he makes them, because, you know, he's a perfectionist and uh, he always... Uh, 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 make movies uh, that uh, um, have uh, something to do to say. I mean, uh, they they are not films uh, just uh, made for uh, entertainment. So absolutely, uh, he was uh, uh, very very successful. Uh, I think he was the f- fifth highest grossing uh, Indian film um, worldwide. I believe. Yeah, I I imagine he's probably bought a lot of credit as well as in like this this could be a difficult movie to make for just anybody yeah but the fact Um, that you were amir khan you kind of have a bit more leeway and i think it is also the director as well because he worked with he also starred in three idiots as well with the director immediately before this i think that was 
also successful? Oh yes, absolutely, because uh, Three Idiots was also um, about um, uh, education and about um, the way education is um, 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 uh, commercialized in India and um, about the way um, uh, students in universities are not uh, really uh, given um, uh, many opportunities to be themselves. Uh, they are constantly in competition, they're constantly under pressure and uh, there is this myth that if you are not from a good family and so on you will never amount to uh, anything and um, this is uh, also addressed in three idiots. So uh, yes, uh, I mean uh, Rajkumari Rani and uh, Amir Khan um, uh, are, are always asking uncomfortable questions and uh, they are uh, addressing problems uh, that are uh, present in Indian society at the moment. I think that's, it, it's very interesting how, because um, much of the Indian box office is in recent years always um, dominated by love stories and action movies and a lot of the, the big stars, in particular like say Salman Khan, specialise in those kind of movies so Amir Khan tends to have he does have some action movies like Doom 3 but uh, it's interesting how the subject matter of his films vary enormously and also he produces a lot of through his production company interesting films as well and yet he's one of the biggest film stars in the world in yeah. the world yeah globally and he probably doesn't pump out the same number of films say as Salman Khan will but his films are hugely successful when they come out much more sort of a quality control, perhaps, or sort of like an engagement with, with contemporary India, perhaps. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he, as, as Giovanna says, he, I haven't watched an awful lot of his movies, but over the decades, he's produced some very interesting films, you know. Actually, and commercially viable. Oh. That's unusual. And actually, funny you should mention that, because Giovanna, I think, is the only person in this podcast who's seen the movie before. I think you haven't seen... Myself, I haven't seen this. I think it's safe to... Andrew, have you seen it? Surprisingly, no. Uh, <laughs> Surprising and, no one, no. And Babu, this was your first time watching it as well. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of his other movies. The one that you're going to um, feature in the, in the next couple of weeks, I saw that. That was when, about 10 years ago, I saw that. Orang de Basanti. Yeah. yeah. And that was an extraordinarily good film. But as I say, he doesn't... Spoilers for next week's episode of the 250. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. too many. <laughs> no, in the sense that he, no. he doesn't seem to pump out the same number of films as, as some of the other stars yeah. do. But I think that's also a, a change in the, the nature of the Indian film industry was before, say decades earlier, Indian film stars tend to produce several movies in one year. Now they tend to f- produce less and less. And if you look at the top 10 box office stars in the world they do now feature Indian film stars because globally the the revenue from Indian films is huge oh yeah you like know, I mean so. um, I do a, another podcast occasionally covering the Irish film industry and the Irish box office and it's quite frequent that we'll see an Indian film coming in. in this is a cautiously undisclosed podcast. Okay, <laughs> I also do the Scan On podcast, which is an Irish podcast about like the, the film industry in Ireland. And as part of that, we cover the box office. And there was a time early in the summer where Race 3 yeah. uh, was in there for a couple of weeks. And then afterwards, there was another film that came in almost hot on the heels. In fact, we were going to cover, the four of us were going to cover Race 3, but unfortunately it left cinemas before we could. So keep, stay tuned for that episode of the 250 later on down the line. But yeah, it, it's they are big they are yeah. huge um and they're spreading overseas increasingly i mean there's a sequence early in this film not to get too specific that's set in bruges and i wonder like is that maybe part of that is that attracting or showing indian audiences like the world outside of india or is that also like maybe signaling to the rest of the world that indian cinema is going international 
it's a budget thing as well. So like like I I would imagine be, be, because if 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 you want to kind of um I guess it's a certain amount of confidence where like like part of it felt almost like it's a a Bond or a Bourne or like a Mission Impossible movie the way the way it, it was kind of like scaled on yeah yeah which which gives a it kind of gives a signal of like this is a big movie. Yeah. yeah. Um it was eight uh eight hundred and fifty million rupee budget. Um is that a lot? Is is is, is, is um twelve million dollars, which is ah, it wouldn't so be a lot for, for international no. standards. No. I, I think that again it wasn't like an action movie as such. I mean I think what they tend to do in terms of Indian films is that they have a lot of uh exotic locations because if you look at the the audience as a whole, a lot of Indian people probably wouldn't get a chance to travel and they get to see different countries through film. You know, so I think that's always been a feature of a lot of the big budget movies or Indian films in recent years where they're, they're shot in locations like London and... You know, Dublin. Dublin. Dublin, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but generally, in, in, and now they seem to be going, focusing on places like you know, Eastern Europe. Yeah. You know, it's become very popular. You know, places like Dubai, Thailand, these kind of places. So... Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it should be clear. Like, I mean, we this is also something that happens. Like, a lot of what you describe with the Indian film industry seems to be, like, common to other film industries as well. Like, the States would have had a similar thing where back in the, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s even, actors would have traditionally churned out a lot more movies than they do today. And you would have had a similar sort of thing where American audiences uh, back in the 60s and 70s wouldn't have traveled as well. So you'd have a lot more globe trotting going on in films. So. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting sort of common trend. It's less Christopher Walken's these days. <laughs> like Christopher Walken will do a movie once every he three has months. To. Yeah, he's just a shark. Needs to cook no. Oh God, what has happened to my Christopher Walken? Um, yeah. But yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about PK just generally. So Giovanna, you've seen this before. What what do you think of it? Yeah. Do you like it? Do you think it's brilliant? How does it rank in sort of like in terms of Indian films for you or Amir Khan movies for you? No, I think it's a really good film. It's a really brave film because, uh, I mean, it talks about uncomfortable subjects, but uh, it still uh, includes um, uh, elements that are typical of Bollywood films, like, for example, um, song and dance, uh, for example, exotic locations uh, and uh, um, comedy and also drama. But uh, it's, uh, it's a film that it's entertaining as well as uh, meaningful. And then, uh, of course, I mean, uh, it wasn't... Uh, extremely expensive in terms of budget but uh, it was very successful with uh, the audience because uh, it was um, um, really uh, a good uh, film a meaningful film and uh, uh, also because uh, nowadays um, uh, Indian audiences uh, are becoming more and more sophisticated in terms of their uh, taste because um, uh, the middle classes uh, are growing a lot in India and uh, um, many people uh, can afford to go to multiplexes which are more expensive than uh, single screen cinemas and uh, so that's why I mean the film is uh, so successful commercially because uh, people are willing to, to, to spend more 
to go and watch films and also because of uh, uh, the non-resident Indians living in, uh, in America, in Europe, uh, also in Australia and so on. They, they also uh, can watch films and they also can watch them uh, in, at the cinema, not uh, anymore on uh, um, cable TV and so on, because uh, the, the films are available, because they are uh, successful. Even this film, for example, PK was out uh, at Cineworld in Dublin for a, a couple of weeks because it was very, very successful. And so obviously Indian people here or South Asian in general uh, love to go and watch it because uh, um, it's a high profile film and high profile star and uh, so they they really want to watch it to talk about it because people enjoy like uh, talking about films as soon as they come out so that uh, they can uh, um, um, form an informed like uh, opinion about the film uh, through uh, uh, the, um, basically uh, talking and um, have a um, discussion about it with other people because uh, uh, I know that uh, uh, the film was very controversial in India. Uh, people were trashing cinemas, uh, were destroying, uh, for example, the posters because uh, they thought uh, uh, that uh, the poster was in, uh, were indecent. Oh. Because, uh, uh, of course, on the main poster, Amir Khan is totally naked. He's just uh, covered by a, a radio recorder, exactly. <laughs> and uh, people were saying uh, jokingly that. Uh, he, he could um, advertise uh, waxing the strips uh, because uh, <laughs> he was uh, completely hairless and uh, really muscular, so it would have been a good advertisement for waxing strips. But um, I don't think that spoils anything. No. it's in the first 15 minutes. And also on the poster. Yeah, and uh, also on the poster. Yeah. But actually, I just want to ask this, because I was watching, watching the film, right? So the previous two Indian films that we've discussed in the podcast, and I'm ashamed to say almost the, previ- the only, well, two of the other only Indian films I've seen were Dangal and Lagan. And now Lagan was this sort of old style, almost MGM style. It had a very sort of like American or international audience friendly structure in terms of being a sports movie and a period film. And also like it's rich colors and the way it was shot on film, it looked very much like something from you know, the sixties or seventies Hollywood. And Dangal was obviously distributed by Disney. It was an idea that was brought to Disney in India and developed by the studio over there and that sort of thing. So it had that sort of like international. And again, it was a sports movie. So it followed that particular rhythm watching pk i'm wondering is this maybe a bit more typical of, of bollywood fare than those two or is this sort of like I'm, I'm, no i wouldn't say so okay uh, i think the other thing as well is if you look at the um, the three films that you're talking about uh he's a much bigger star now than he was at, when, when he was doing was, those ones, yeah. yeah and i think the the thing is as well is that with this film as you say it may have a, a smaller budget but as Giovanna mentioned uh he's a bigger star now than he used to be so, and also he's quite brave because a lot of the other major stars like Shahrukh Khan and, and um, Salman Khan and Akshay Kumar will probably make more safe kind, yeah, of, safe films, kind of films politically. Exactly. So, because there's, there's a massive audience, particularly with Salman Khan, for instance, Race 3 will come out usually, he'll release a film just after Eid you know yeah. around that time just to kind of to get that, the audience yeah and that's an, and he's muslim yeah. um so for amir khan to produce a film like this where he's kind of tilting at religion in some yeah, ways and in india the religion would be you know kind of huge yeah 
and the controversy of, of like if you saw I don't know whether we can mention but maybe we'll talk about the specifics later, specifics later, 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 later on later. Well, yeah. well I mean it, it should be noted like when I do research for these because the three movies we've done have been like Amir Khan ones when I do research for these podcasts I inevitably brush up against articles that are discussing the controversies or scandals yeah. involving the yeah. subject matter of Amir Khan's films. I mean, yeah, and b- before telling anyone to go and see this movie, we we I suppose it would be remiss not to talk about um, some of the controversy broadly. Yeah. So perhaps for any listeners who are easily offended, first of all, why are you listening to us, guys? <laughs> um, uh, but 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 yeah, the, 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 this might um, uh, uh, might and has uh, pushed buttons for 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 certain people um, because it's, it's a film about religion. Exactly, yeah. religion in a country like India would be you know. It's part of your culture and it's part of your upbringing and you are, you know, like say if you're born in England, the chances are, you know, religion isn't as strong, you know, um, whereas in England, in India, it would be, um, you know, you're born into a certain, and then of course there's the, the political aspect of it as well, because, you know, we were under British rule for so many, you know, hundreds of years and then there's the actual kind of, if you like, the partition uh, and this story features you know kind of characters who are both from india and pakistan and the relationship between them and the tension that creates yeah exactly so there is that that element of it and so religion focuses enormously as part of the main structure of the film uh, yes because uh, the theme uh, if you like because uh, um, muslim and uh, um, hindu are uh, rivals and uh, that is uh, kind of reflected um, in the rivalry uh, kind of intentions between India and Pakistan. And so basically this film uh, featuring a couple that is uh, yeah, partially Yeah, there's, there's a kind of a microcosm. Of yes, yeah, basically yeah. They, they want to show that um, the two cultures and the two religions can actually coexist. So like... Um, um, what should we call this? Um, what 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 are what are what are the word for? Um, oh yes, uh, trigger warnings for any, for for anyone with prejudices. <laughs> like if 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 um, if you hate the idea of, of two cultures interacting, this movie maybe may this not be... movie isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, or maybe, maybe this, this movie, podcast isn't for maybe you. this movie is precisely <laughs> for you. Just exactly. What you need. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe it's exactly what you need. <laughs> I, I I really liked it. I actually I really liked that aspect of it. I thought that aspect of it was. Um, very sort of it was very gentle it was very affectionate it was it like for all the controversy generally i understand that religion is obviously a very touchy subject everywhere in the world particularly like you know obviously in india as you point out Mm -hmm. but i mean even if you did something in the states uh with christianity you get a similar sort of reaction yeah um but i mean it this is not it's not an aggressive middle finger sort of movie it's a you know it's a maybe a cheeky raised eyebrow sort of movie at worst I, i think we're maybe like I worry if we're applying our own kind oh, of uh, cul- cultural kind of standards, this because you made the point that like, oh, is this getting more kind of like close to standard Bollywood fare? And and my my sense, knowing nothing about, about standard Bollywood fare, is that actually uh, Khan is becoming more confident. 
because there, there is a, a sense in which the first movie was uh, safer and more conservative in some ways because we man- we've managed to do his movies in chronological order. <laughs> yeah. So so we did we did we did Lagan and there was something very kind of like uh, intrusive about a lot of the kind of like musical sequences yeah. where it was almost kind of non-diegetic where it would, it, they would kind of like get into a big kind of like song and dance, dance number, number involving with, all the characters. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of what people think of when they think of Indian uh, cinema. And also that the themes in it were much more kind of maybe safe from a... Patriotic. A, yeah. Be, be, because like if, 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 if you don't want your movie to be criticized, make, make patri- a patriotic movie. Because <laughs> everyone can get behind patriotism. And Unless if you can't, they're a traitor. Then you're a traitor. <laughs> exactly. Whereas like his second movie... Was, uh, was 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 talking Danke. about gender yeah. and 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 talking about the kind of like roles that that uh, women play that women play in society. So it was a more kind of um, confident and further kind of I suppose away from like the the middle of the road. And this again, I would imagine in a country where um, uh, where religion religious tensions are so inflamed, yeah. where there then and, and we won't talk about um, some of the kind of I, I guess specifics of the movie, but it, it does not pull its punches in terms of the the impact oh, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of those tensions. of religion in and the, in, in, in the Indian consequences society. of that of yeah. the tension that exists. So I I, I, I think I think he's, he's getting more um, comfortable in 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 a way that that and but but also that that he's there there's maybe there's less of an overture in this movie to. Um, to a Western audience, um, like we talked about, I, I suppose before in in like Lagan and and, and Dangal, was there a sense in which um, in which this is kind of uh, in in which the the getting away from being a traditional Indian movie in some senses, like is is it a quirk of like marketing? Yeah, I like I don't know, but I got the sense that that that. That that Khan is probably not only so confident in his in his movie making that that he can challenge these not to to use upon sacred cows, but but also um, that he's confident enough in his in his uh, identity to make something in some ways very Indian. Uh, absolutely, yeah. because uh, I mean, uh, um, Amir Khan doesn't just uh, make movies, uh, he has also TV shows, he is also an advocate for um, charities, and uh, um, he also um, uh, tried to help um, underprivileged people, like all these uh, children who were uh, cleaning the sewers and so mm. on, he's de- denouncing really harsh realities in India, and uh, he, he's trying to change society, so he's not just... Uh, a movie star who lives uh, in his uh, uh, mansion and uh, doesn't care about anything and just uh, makes films uh, to um, uh, satisfy the audience, to make money or anything. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, now these films uh, can be seen uh, by a wider 
uh, Indian um, population because, uh, as I was saying before, uh, the middle classes are um, growing and so um, they are more used to watching uh, Western films uh, and so they are used to uh, watching films with different content and uh, they are uh, used to uh, a certain kind of uh, quality, I, I mean in terms of even of uh, uh, like uh, uh, stunt scenes and so on, in fact even, um, uh, even entertainment films like uh, uh, action films uh, um, uh, needed to uh, be upgraded uh, in terms of the expectation of Indian audiences because uh, they, they're used to watching um, Hollywood films and mm. so on, like uh, Mission Impossible or start like that, and so the taste they want, uh, yeah. yes, exactly, to watch different films. And then, if uh, even the sensibilities of people are changing because they're more open to discussions about uh, religion, about uh, society, uh, because uh, obviously more people uh, can uh, study, can travel, and so they. They are used to uh, different realities uh, and uh, so this discussion can happen and obviously uh, controversies uh, still happen and uh, many people were offended by uh, the film because they thought that uh, it was uh, hurting religious sentiments, especially many Hindus, they, w they were mm. offended by the film, but uh, uh, in general the film received a very uh, good um, um, reviews and it was uh, well uh, received by the audience everybody um, appreciated um, uh, Amir Khan's uh, performance because yeah. uh, basically he, he could uh, really convey uh, uh, the, the feeling of somebody who comes to her uh, earth and without from uh, beyond uh, yeah. exactly yeah. without knowing anything and uh, he, he finds all these absurdities uh, that we, we take for granted but it's... actually they are absurd <laughs> It's a great kind of science fiction device yeah. of the, the, the kind alien of the, or the alien visitor. or the android as a child. Yeah. Kind of... Um, a stranger from a stranger, strange land yeah. um, sort of stuff, you know, obviously. Who like can the look at still. with fresh yeah. eyes yeah. and ask the, the kind of important questions from a point of naivety. Yeah, I mean, this film, mm. interestingly enough, uh, not we won't get too, too into the specifics, but it was developed immediately after Three Idiots. And one of the initial ideas that Harani had was the idea of characters who would travel into each other's minds and therefore explore the way they think and maybe change the way they think. And then when he was doing that, Inception came out. So he was like, can't do that. So he basically... He, uh, exactly. He, he redeveloped the idea then and basically sort of tilted it in, in this direction as well. Um, and, 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 and just shortly before they release, it says... Have you seen Romeo and Juliet or E.T.? And it's like, no, what are they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. fine. Um, um, don't worry. This was Nothing actually, like this movie at all. Not at all. But yeah. well, I mean, this movie was actually inspired by K-Pax, if you remember correctly. The, um, yeah. Which is a film that I think relatively few people have seen, but it's the one Kevin Spacey. I don't think that movie exists anymore. That no, no, it doesn't exist yeah. anymore after uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. It's been deleted from our memory banks. Culturally speaking, there is no K-Pax. So PK chose very well from its influences. Um, K, <laughs> case packs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, due, case to, due to case space, if you were. That reminds me of something. K packs. I, I can't imagine who you're referring Kevin. to if they're a thing. Um, stop it, Andrew. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that sort of like. We will talk maybe more about the controversy on the other side of the spoiler zone. Uh, but I think that. Like, it's interesting that even the actors and director have to talk around the sort of material that this is talking. Like, there's a great quote here 
uh, from uh, Rajkumar Harani, who was being interviewed by India Insight. And, like, he's talking about what the film's about, and his actual quote is, PK was the only film which began from a desire to say something. I can't say what that thing is. The battle was the other way around. How do you say such a serious thing in an entertaining way? But it's kind of interesting that even in interviews around the film, he can't articulate what the film's about because he understands the like firestorm of controversy he it would generate. He probably doesn't want to alienate an audience because yeah. often you'll see trailers with, that for, for films in general that don't necessarily have any correlation to what the film is. Yeah, because they don't want to deter the audience from seeing it. You know, yeah. so that's probably with this one is very similar. So they Boxes want to of. Like the DVD boxes in, uh, like back when there were DVD boxes. Kids may may not know what a DVD is. Um, Our younger listeners may not recall. There was a place called Extra Vision, (laughs) where 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 you could go in and and purchase physical movies. Yeah, yeah. So it used to be called films. Yeah, but the (laughs) but the box, yeah, that sort of deception or tweet teasing the audience. Like the the. I think I'm more talking about even trailers. You know, so yeah. you'll see a, a trailer for a film that doesn't necessarily that opening lies about what the film is. Yeah, or it doesn't indicate the the more serious aspects of the film because they don't want to alienate an audience because yeah. they know that something more controversial that may not sit comfortably with the audience yeah. or will make. If you're on a, sat, a Saturday evening, you've got a limited budget, and you think, okay, which film should I watch? This film about religion or Mission the Impossible? Funny one. Yeah. yeah, I'll go and watch Mission Impossible. You know something. Yeah. So that's probably why they you sort know, of steer clear. Of yeah. Like, that, that's yeah. that's what I meant about the boxes. That yeah. they, they like something like Ghost World, which is a kind of like a like a an cult indie, movie. Yeah, an indie, like like an coming, indie yeah, coming yeah. of age where but nothing on, happens. But on the box, they will say like follow the quirky like adventures <laughs> of two young girls who are like yeah. um, and, and I mean the, obviously every year the Sundance films, which are ended as comedy trailers. Every movie starring Will Ferrell, even if it's like a really dull, serious character drama, will make a point to include the three or four laugh lines in the film, as if to say, hey, look, it's it's a comedy. You guys should go see this. You guys should definitely pay to go see this movie. Because that's his... Um, that's what you'd expect that's from him. Uh, but uh, sometimes people, uh, I mean, uh, they're not uh, deceived. They just don't uh, realize that it's a different film. For yeah. example, yeah. I remember um, people um, uh, going to see a serious uh, Ben Stiller film. And uh, like Greenberg or something like that. And I remember that they uh, went to the box office and they wanted the money back because uh, they thought it was a comedy. Oh, yeah, this is Greenberg. Greenberg. Exactly. Um, And uh, because, uh, not because uh, the the, the the trailer was deceitful, uh, because uh, the the film uh, trailer showed that it was a serious (laughs) film, that it wasn't a silly comedy. But uh, they say, okay, Ben Stiller, it's a comedy. So they didn't even think about it. So it's not just that the trailer are always <laughs> deceitful. It's just that people don't imagine that a comedy actor can suddenly turn serious. Years ago, Paul Newman once made the comment that um, the thing with American actors, and now I think it applies to Bollywood actors as well, uh, and intimate actors, is that the star has a, a certain persona, and then there's a a belief from the audience's mind that when they buy a ticket, they see a certain type of movie that's associated with that actor. And even... So like recent, a brand. Yeah. yeah, like Sylvester Stallone, uh, I saw an interview with him and he said just, you know, we, I do what I do because this is what I do best. 
And so he's kind of... While publicising Oscar. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, generally, most of his films are going to be action movies. That's what he does. But, you know, do what you're good at. And I think Paul Newman says the same thing. He says that American audiences expect a certain type of film from a certain type of actor. And this is what what happens. So with Salman Khan, you're not going to get too many serious movies. It's going to be an action film. Yeah, because he's an action hero. Yeah, so other than Cube Light, maybe it was slightly different from his other films, which failed dramatically. Uh, Exactly, exactly. Because uh, he wasn't... uh, um, featuring uh, yes yeah. uh, his typical uh, hero persona I mean and, um, in fact he didn't click with the audience but then when he Race made exactly Race 3 like uh, uh, typical uh, kind of action films then uh, they're fine because uh, a bit rubbish but... uh, well, I know but uh, <laughs> we'll talk about, I mean, we'll talk about Race 3 not, not every Salman Khan film is extra tiger no, no, Darren, Darren and I have yet to figure out our brand yeah. <laughs> like that people can like keep coming back to us for yeah but anyway so we're not looking forward to kind of being uh, pigeonholed yeah yeah typecast we're so good at but uh before we jump into not being popular before we jump into the sports zone babu this was your first time watching this film so i mean what was your response to it what did you think of it what did you make of it um i uh, like i said i i liked it i liked the idea i think it grew on me at the beginning i didn't really particularly like his character i didn't think just physically, you know, the physical quirks that he had. I just didn't think that it, it was particularly um, appealing. A, appealing as a as a character that you would feel sympathy for. Because normally, you'd, if you saw somebody like that on the street, you would avoid him because he looks a bit weird. Yeah, you know. But um, the, his character does grow on you as time goes on, mm. and then you realise, like, as you said, that the the reality of it is, that, you know, you have this guy who's basically that you believe that he's naive, but he's just. He looks upon it from the child's point of view, and he asks interesting questions, like you know, yeah. about religion, and it, and it, and I love the the way that he he compares religion almost to big business. Oh, exactly. Franchises, franchises and, managers and managers and companies. I love the idea that managers so God is customers, so we're yeah. all customers. And the managers are people like priests and so, all the holy people. And God is actually so you, the you know the thing. So they're commoditizing. Yeah. So you'd recommend it um, without without talking about the themes to kind of. Andrew is rigorously enforcing <laughs> the podcast to cover. I I, I I I break the rules all the time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I I would I would recommend it with a small R because I think he's made better films. You know, uh, more interesting films. But again, the thing with him is. Nearly any film that you watch of his is so different from what the mainstream you would imagine from uh, an Amir Khan film. Because we've seen, Giovanni and I have seen films that he's actually produced but not starred in. And those films are very interesting as well because, you know, quirky movies that really probably wouldn't get anybody to... To, fund or to fund it, you yeah. know, to finance it, and all of a sudden, ah, like Daily Belly for Daily Belly, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and these are small indie films that probably wouldn't get, nobody would... And that was in English, actually. It was all in English, and basically it was um, a comedy, and it didn't have any uh, particular uh, social message or anything, but it was very quirky, very entertaining, very very well made, really. So definitely, uh, I mean, to be recommended. So, yeah, so I would say that, you know, it's it's worth watching, definitely. Um, Whether it's... it defies convention in terms of the other films that yeah. we've seen so far, and the, the film that we'll see, you know, in other podcasts that you mentioned. But next week, there isn't that many. The song and dance sequences aren't, aren't 
Yeah. You know, they're different from other films, I think. But a lot of them are internalized, for example, as opposed to being sort of big showy numbers. Yeah, and and as you say, mm. like even when they are dancing, it's not like they've kind of uh, somehow left the world of the movie and are now like in La La Land, yeah, in sort of yeah, like yeah. in a world where this just happens. Exactly, exactly. In fact, uh, normally uh, in um, traditional uh, Bollywood uh, films, this is what happened. They are uh, one moment in the pyramids, uh, another <laughs> yeah. moment in a glacier, I because uh, the, the song <laughs> sequence is uh, an opportunity sh- to showcase uh, uh, different landscapes uh, and uh, beautiful costumes and so on. It's, it's a uh, music video. Yeah, that's exactly. It, yeah. But I, I think in this one, it probably wasn't that much commercialization there probably isn't a lot of money in soundtrack sales or this kind of thing yeah. you know it's more as i say and and maybe the fact that it's got a modest budget um maybe it didn't need a bigger budget than that because the themes that it relates to don't require a, a massive budget yeah, well it probably allows more freedom like if you have a lower budget you've got more freedom because you've got less people looking over your shoulder well so, i think he he probably i should imagine i, I didn't see the this, the uh, the credits, but I should imagine it will be an Amir Khan yeah, production. production. Yeah. You know, uh, so. the, um, the producer would be Vinod Chopra, but uh, obviously um, Amir Khan uh, contributed in, in terms of uh, securing the funding. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. small or from you, would, yeah. would, 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 you, would you have it on the 250? And would you have it on your, your own top personal 250 movies, movies ever made? Um, well, just like the, the I know it's difficult to have perspective of a movie you've only seen, <laughs> but um, like, do, do, does this belong on the two fifty? Does it seem out of place? Yeah, uh, and if it seems out of place, is it a good thing that it's there? I think it's a good thing that it's there because um, it's a brave film. Yeah, yeah, and we can all enjoy it, and we, and because it's not, it doesn't ram its themes down your throat it's not uh pedagogical so preachy yeah it's not preachy so yeah. it's not earnest in that you know in that like kind of, lifetime movie sort of way yeah so because then you can say ah, okay so it's fun yeah it's, it is fun the way that he questions religion and it questions the uh, you know the the manner in which the, all of these people make loads of money by being managers of, of, of the uh, local franchise, yeah, exactly, and uh, and customers believe that they're going to get something in return. In return, yeah. because they there's, that, a, yeah. there's an interesting thing about religion as a whole, not just this particular film, but the idea that uh, one of the um, the managers, if you like, indicates that well, um, religion and God, uh, or rather God, provides people with hope. Mm. And I think this film's trying to say, well, if you've got well, God I, at the top, we customer can... at the bottom, and the middle, do you really need religion as the uh, as if you like the the commoditized? Well, I, I we imagine may, we're going to talk a lot about that. We're probably going to talk yeah. a lot about that when we get to the spoiler uh, zone. Yeah, um, I thought we were in the spoiler <laughs> zone. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like like an American movie, this uh, podcast is going to mirror the the kind of. <laughs> Structure, length of, of, of that, as, as in all we've done so far is establish who the characters are. Yeah, um, and possibly had a completely different subplot yeah, and a completely there, different location. There, if you think that the podcast is almost done, yeah, we're, 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 we're at about the four-seventh mark. 
Um, <laughs> Which so, was the point where we took our intermission. But uh, okay, fine. So we'll just we'll we'll reduce this down to bullet points. So we've we've done baboos. That? Yeah, we've done. So would you recommend? So do you think this belongs on the IMDb two fifty? Would this be on your own two fifty? And would you recommend that people watch it, Giovanna? I think, uh, yes, I definitely recommend it uh, for um, any kind of audience, not just um, uh, Indian audiences, because it's a really good film and uh, really well made with good performances. And so it's definitely worth watching. It it would be in my uh, personal uh, oh. list of uh, favorite films. And uh, I definitely think it uh, belongs uh, in the 250 because, uh, uh, I mean, we need... Uh, different movies, diverse movies, uh, not just uh, um, Western films. Fight Club. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, um, Pulp Fiction. It's, um, it's a, a film anybody can relate to because it talks about subjects that um, uh, exist everywhere, like uh, religion, like um, divisions between uh, uh, countries and ethnic groups uh, exist everywhere so I mean um, it's definitely a film that um, everybody could uh, watch and relate to mm. and Andrew how would you feel so would it be do you think it belongs on the 250 would it be on your own personal 250 and would you recommend that people watch it I guess answering the last question first yes I'd recommend uh, that people watch this movie I thought it was a, a delight and also um it was quite. Uh, it was a funny movie. Um, I mean, it didn't make me laugh a, a, a huge amount, but it but it had a very light touch. But also, it could make me cry. It made me think a lot about um, about issues. I thought it had like a a deft touch in terms of of, of dealing with those issues. I didn't think it, it 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 talked about them in a very hackneyed way. Yeah. Um. I I thought there was a certain amount of kind of novel. Um. Kind of. Uh, profundity in the movie where that 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 you don't get like there there you you could have made a movie like this and it would have been very kind of facile yeah. and and it wasn't no so i i i i absolutely believe it 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 belongs on the list um well i mean i mean i'm glad it does yeah you know and for 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 some of the reasons we've already mentioned because they're, they're but I, I wouldn't put it on the list for any tokenistic reasons because this is this is a a great uh movie okay it 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 it'd be, it'd be because i suppose if 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 we were to say oh it's great that there's an indian movie on the yeah. list it would almost seem to Im, Im, be patronizing Im, imply that yeah yeah, yeah. But it, it's 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 not that. It's that there are loads of great movies that we have no awareness of. Yeah. And that this is one of them. Yeah. Um, and that the, the, the more we can celebrate that, the, 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 the better. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in with my answers there and I'll sort of go with... So I'll answer the questions in order, which is like, uh, <laughs> do I think that they, it belongs to the 250? And it's, it's interesting what both Giovanna and what Andrew said, because I'd agree with a lot of both of those. I think it does belong on the list. I think it belongs on the list for reasons of diversity that have nothing to do with it being a Bollywood film. Mm -hmm. Myself and Andrew have gone through a lot of the films so far. This will be episode 98 of the podcast. So we've covered roughly somewhere around 94 um, movies that have been on the INTV 250. And very few of them deal with this themes and ideas that are directly related to religion. I mean, there are obviously religious subtext in films like, for example, um, The Shawshank Redemption and stuff like Even that. Stuff like Forrest Gump. For, stuff like Forrest Gump has this sort of stuff, but it's, it's very, very subtle. But it's very subtle yeah. and you can choose not to see it and it doesn't deal with it very directly. Like the, the IMDb 250 has its own like preferences and tastes. And so a movie like this 
aside from it being a Bollywood production starring Amir Khan, is interesting because it deals with subject matter that movies that we talked about don't really do that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it absolutely deserves to be on there and I'm glad to see it. And as with a lot of the movies that we've discussed in terms of the Bollywood films and also in terms of other international films, I'm glad that it's there because I got a chance to see it. Um, yeah. I'm really glad that I got to see it. My own personal 250, I wouldn't. I actually like this a bit less than I like Dangel and significantly less than I like Lagan. Mm. And I think my issue with it was that structurally the film feels very disjointed, disconnected in a way those earlier films didn't. Uh, not to get too spoilery, but it opens with a sequence that's set in one country and then it follows a character back to India. And then there's a sequence where she meets another character and there's an extended flashback that goes on for half an hour. And it seems very haphazardly what structured. Did, uh, I suppose someone who likes Nolan movies, did you notice that, like not to get too spoilery, but... but um... That, that that this movie uh, structurally was um, uh, symmetrical. That, oh, yeah. that, that, that it, it comes it, back to the yeah yeah. It does, yeah, and I, I, mean, I appreciated that, and I, I quite like. I think it does something very clever. I don't know and how disjointed it is, be, be, because the, the the there is a location that it, it I suppose like this doesn't boil anything. Yeah, it starts there's, in Belgium. There is a very far location it comes from to to somewhere in India to, to somewhere in Belgium yeah. to another place in India and then um, back to Belgium and then back, back to, to that, that other place. place in India yeah. and then back to that place very far yeah. away which is space yeah. I, th- I think we've we've also revealed that <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah and, I, and so, I like that and I think there's also a really clever twist at the uh, end where one of the characters realizes I for me it seemed like a very strange way to tell the story where you get one character's perspective for half an hour and then she happens to meet another character and then you get him filling in the gaps on what he's been doing since you saw him in the coda and it it leads to chunks where it feels like it's like a large it almost feels like it would read better as a novel almost for me well, yeah, yeah because, because it seems like the exactly the kind of structure you would expect from a novel but I, I i suppose like that that's sometimes the uh the criticism that movie makers have of like critical receptions of their movies is that like this uh, what i'm doing isn't isn't strange people do it in novels all, all the, the time, time yeah. like quentin tarantino has said this he said yeah. like i'm sick of people saying that it's a flashback yeah. it's not a flashback <laughs> because a flashback is yeah. when you go andrew's making a little wavy gesture with his hands for this news i'm not being overly critical but i quite enjoyed the film and just explaining why it didn't work as well for me as Lagan did or as dan gal did it's okay darren this is a 250 trope where i jump down your throat for only liking something a little bit like not the appropriate amount no i sorry i didn't think it was i agree with andrew to a certain extent i didn't think it was really disjointed in that sense because for me it followed a logical pattern you know like mm. and 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 maybe the the nature of the you had the speaking it, of logical patterns speaking uh, of, uh would 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 everyone like to jump, jump into, into the, the spoiler, zone. spoiler zone we can do if you all right want. let's jump into the spoiler zone I, I okay think, we can spoiler zone so giovanna yes what is PK about for you? Uh, basically, PK is um, um, about um, um, 
the um, issue of religion which is uh, commercialized and uh, people are exploiting uh, superstition and they are uh, basically making money out of uh, uh, religion because uh, uh, people are uh, in fear of things happening to them mm. and they treat basically God as a vending machine. They say, okay, I give a, a donation and uh, God will solve my problem, no? Mm. And uh, so this is a, a very poor way of uh, uh, kind of uh, um, thinking about religion. Uh, I mean, it's totally devoid of spirituality and um, people without uh, moral scruples can uh, take advantage of uh, gullible people that really think that uh, God is like a vending machine. And uh, um, the story is about uh, this um, alien who uh, falls to earth. He actually comes on a research mission, but uh, it, um, um, remote control which is a medallion for uh, his uh, uh, spaceship uh, gets stolen and so he spends uh, the film trying to look for it uh, and uh, people say ah only god can help you and so he thinks uh, that god is uh, somebody that he can actually talk to and um, and it's like um, a business uh, like uh, um, um, god is uh, the ceo of this big company and he has manager in the form of priests uh, or yeah. pandits each so. god had floated his own company and your different managers say different things yeah. is the 20 rupee god equally efficient to the 50 rupee god there's a whole host of stuff that's really great it's, there it's a funny thing as well for a uh, western or predominantly um, at least nominally christian audience in that we had uh, i suppose in europe a, a a reformation where one of the kind of um uh, issues was was the whole kind in of sale uh, of indulgences. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where and um, so like it, uh, I suppose coming from a place of ignorance, I'd, I have to kind of ask the question because this is a movie um, set in India where you have Christians, where you have uh, Muslims, mm-hmm. where you have Jain, where you have Sikhs. Um, Sikhs um, I hope I haven't missed anyone. <laughs> <Hindu. Yeah. laughs> well, I, yeah, I suppose like um, yeah, yeah. The the, the um, has there has there been a a a kind of a um a reformation of um or is is is, is there something because i noticed even even with christianity in this movie that there that there's a version of christianity that's very um uh, like self-flagellation is something that we only associate with very kind of um, opus day with like, like the likes of opus day and even in opus day um they tend to beat themselves with like a like a, 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 stick, a it? no with a I, I I speak with some authority on okay. this okay. <laughs> with, with 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 a rope called a, a discipline and they only maybe do it once or twice a week and not with any um, severity Love, yeah. because it, it's it's only meant to kind of um, symbolize be a, yeah be a sim- symbolize the kind of like suffering of Christ and them kind of. Uh, uh, taming their um, whereas their here in the middle of a montage um, Amir Khan's character PK it's has almost, like yeah. has like a rope with knives on it and he's he's cutting himself and it's very surprisingly graphic for yeah. which is almost a caricature that we have here of the likes of Opus Dei but I wonder like in India is there a um, like a, a more uh, unadulterated or extreme kind of um, uh practice or 
Uh, in India, there are uh, several strands of uh, Christianity, and uh, there are um, uh, groups uh, like the Pentecost group that yeah. are really, really strict. For example, I don't know if they go into uh, self-flagellation or um, uh, these kind of practices, but um, uh, I I can imagine it's uh, very plausible because mm. uh, uh, I mean um, uh, there are many different strands of uh, different religions uh, over there, and so. Um, uh, it's um, it's very easy to find groups that are so extreme because um, um, many people really feel strongly about religion and they they think that uh, extreme practices are are okay. I mean, not just in terms of uh, the Christian religion, in terms of every uh, religion that you can find. Without without like, I suppose the the as again the kind of naive question I have is 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 like a lot of our um a lot of our like we we think in terms um uh of because because this did i suppose coming coming to it from my perspective um is 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 different to to i suppose we have experienced like a reformation we've experienced an enlightenment this almost sounds like a patronizing question but there were there were there were parts about the movie where 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 it seemed like and and i mean actually it's probably naive of me to even say that about because we still we still have a, we still have a church which still have church which gouges yeah. people and and where they the um all of the wealth kind of um uh, goes S- to solidifies the top to and, Rome yeah. and the idea that priests can't marry so that they can't have children who can't challenge for the land and stuff yeah. like that i mean but there's yeah. kind of there there there's sort of like an also an awareness and a kind of a, a reaction against um that which seems like what this movie is but this is like a, a 20 kind of 14 14 movie exactly yeah Yes, because uh, I mean, uh, over there, even if you visit India, you see that, uh, I mean, uh, outside every temple, uh, there are uh, all these uh, shops uh, selling um, uh, offerings for the gods, flowers and everything. The commercial aspect is very strong. And uh, so people don't even think about it. They just do it because they say it's part of uh, religion, it's part yeah. of the worship. It, and I mean, I, like, I, mean, I don't want to be... Isn't that just less atheism, less kind of cynicism? less well, um kind of uh i was just gonna say before like we talk specifically no, about I... india i mean like lords for example you could argue is is a huge sort of is a similar experience for christians yeah. where you go over there and you buy a medallion or you buy like a statuette or you buy holy water that's been pre-blessed that's, like i think i think commercialization a... is I, I don't. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think commercialization is unique to yeah, India and religion. No, what, what, I, what I mean is that um, what I'm talking about is is is, is mainstream culture because, because like that, that's the way it's portrayed in this movie is that is that religion is very kind of uh, pervasive and important in a way in that it's perhaps um, become less so um, in 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 our world because we live in a very kind of secular. Uh-huh. To be honest, yeah, yeah, because I'd, I'd say that the reason, be, like, I'm from England originally, right. of Indian parents, but it's fascinating that you know I've moved here about ten years. Oh yeah, ago. no, I'm not suggesting um, that Ireland is secular in oh, comparison no, no, no. to is, the UK. It's, it's, it's some of the things that they talk about in this film, right? Uh, because there's a, the longer you live here. Right. Obviously, you were born here. Well done, you. Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> it. this movie made me glad to be born in Ireland. But here's the thing, yeah. right? If you look at Indian culture, 
and you look at Irish culture, there's an amazing similarities between the two, both in terms of family, the, the way society the is run, sort of, yeah. and the closeness of it, and also religion. However, however, and, and there is, there is, and just like in India, where, where people are like when I visited India many, many years ago, one of the things that we went to a temple, mm. and I said to my friend, uh, "Do you believe in this?" And he goes, "No." But it's just, it's part of the culture and it's part of being Indian. And I think it's the same as, so whereas now people are, like this film suggests that a lot of people are a little bit more enlightened, you know, and so religion, it, it, be, what I'm trying to say is that I people always are feel able, careful about using the word in, in, in like, because like, I, I, like, yeah. I, I but what I, I'm trying to say is that. I, I think we're saying can, the same thing. You yeah. commercialize I, yeah. th- These people who are, religion if you like the managers like right. the film suggests yes. basically priests um rabbis, rabbis imams all work people. as middle management well, in religion yeah they're basically between the, god the, the managers of, of god so basically if you want as a person who's not massive religious mm. but if you want access to god you go through them yeah. and you and then you and it's fearful that somebody says well i can't get what i want yeah but did you really uh, do you believe in god do you yeah. so did they you, think that they can yeah. produce like a, a little bit of a donation or whatever so then what, what i'm saying is it's not spirit, spirituality it's a shortcut to being religious by going through these managers right and that is something that the film indicates and it's and it doesn't matter whether you're in india whether you're here because um even here you can see it's where people aren't necessarily religious but you know they'll have their thing at 14 whatever they do they'll, they'll still light a candle in church yeah, they'll still stop by a shrine yeah, and then they'll go to and uh, they're gonna have their, their their kind of wedding in a church i yeah. suppose you know, there, and they're not yeah religious. i'd so, accept that there's a kind of there's a distinction between um I when, I, when i was in university uh there was one of my professors i suppose we can put it in the show notes but it had 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 written a, pa- uh, a paper i um along the lines of kind of madness and um and uh, religion kind of are 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 probably didn't use the word madness but but the the, the um uh, his his central point and he was like a, a a very kind of like popular writer on atheism at the time i guess um was that there are two types of religious believers there's the neurotics and the psychotics so there's the, 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 which which is a very kind of like the controversial was, sort yeah, of like yeah. it's a very come at me kind bro. of like a, it's the come at me uh, bro of academics or of religious writing yeah. no middle ground because and when but dude, to be honest that's not so unusual in the philosophical community no i remember being in um in london kind of like giving uh, kind of um uh, we 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 would talk kind of academically about some of the um, the um, uh, uh, like older kind of writers, kind of like in the like the uh, rationalist or kind of um, um, and some of them would have these kind of religious views. Or we'd be talking about somebody from ancient Greece yeah. um, and and uh, making the point that well because uh, they were giving arguments i was saying well it actually makes sense in their philosophy because they have like a prime mover and that mover is god and they said well can we just forget about that for a moment because that seems a very medieval kind of idea and we like can we just kind of throw out all that nonsense and it's like no because 
billions of people still believe these sorts of things and like uh, incidentally i believe these things so i don't think of of of, of it as 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 too kind of medieval yeah. but in the philosophical community there, there's there's um that that's the idea and that it goes back to the kind of like you have to um because what what religion does is it, it kind of um structure gives yeah, yeah but 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 you can also look at religion in that uh, sense as a problem that needs a remedy. The way religion looks at uh, secularism, or and yeah, yeah, and it, 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 what every religion does is it identifies a problem and it gives a solution. And as the secular world um, does the same thing, um, but but they see um, uh, sometimes anyway uh, religion as the. Um, uh, sorry, obligatory Robocop <laughs> reference. Uh, religion is is the disease, and um, what's the cure? <laughs> uh, reason is the cure. Yeah. Um, um, uh, to be clear, now I don't. I don't think the film is anti-religion, or at least it's I don't not, think it is. Too. It's. I don't think Either. the film is being anti. Um, it's. It, I don't think it's being like pro-secularist or pro-atheist. But, or that, like but that would be a very. Um, that would be a very generous interpretation to give it. Well, I mean, it, it, like there are there there you could certainly see why 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 somebody would see this as an attack on religion because or, or, sorry, it is an attack on religion. Well, it's, it's, an attack on it's, a, it's an attack of uh, the commercialization of religion, and uh, it's an attack uh, on. Uh, people that are uh, exploiting the religion to take advantage of, of people uh, gullible people, yeah. exactly. But uh, it's not uh, um, a film against uh, the spiritual aspect of religion. Yeah. In fact, he never say God doesn't exist. No. He says uh, um, it's wrong that God does exist, in fact. Uh, exactly. And uh, it's just about not... Uh, uh, using God as a vending machine and helping each other and getting along with each other and not trying to construct a God according to your wishes but uh, uh, accept that uh, there are many things of God that you never know but uh, still you can worship him but uh, at the same time you should uh, uh, try to solve your own problem with the help of uh, the people who are uh, around you. Uh, just in, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say one of the interesting, um, there's a scene in the film where uh, PK asks the one of the religious leaders to identify what religion each, each of these individual is. Are. Uh, when he has a, a group of, of people in front of him, and he made an he made an interesting uh, observation to say that religion is almost uh, the, has a, a direct uh, correlation to fashion. So the way you look determines what people think you are. You know, so you said, "Oh, this guy's dressed like a, a Hindu, so he must be a Hindu." This guy's dressed like you a... take off the turban, suddenly he's yeah. a Sikh. You take off the you know, take off the mustache, suddenly he's a Muslim. Exactly. exactly. That, I thought that was fascinating because that that's not that relates to so, so many different aspects of society as well, not just religion, but how you like judge an individual. Yeah. Yeah. you yeah. judge a person by what they wear. Just, uh, just out of curiosity, and Giovanna can probably correct me when I'm wrong here, but in yeah. terms of giving some context for the controversy around PK, because I think as Giovanna mentioned, like the poster, which is naked Amir Khan with a radio covering his his privates, was apparently looking ref- well, looking very well. He's yeah, yeah, he's this is properly stacked. Where yeah. we're totally cool with objectifying, objectifying male body. But yeah, it, but anyway, so he. Uh, I don't agree with that. Actually, <laughs> I think that's terrible. That, 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 you cannot think. say that uh, he, he wasn't in good physical 
medical condition <laughs> because uh, obviously, I mean, uh, uh, my, sure an that aspect uh, that is uh, typical of Bollywood film is that uh, um, male stars uh, need to be muscular and need to be fit uh, and they showcase their body during the film because uh, everybody, not just uh, uh, females, uh, but even men, like to see a well-toned uh, male body on uh, screen. I mean, well, there was a moment earlier in the film where he was wandering around naked and Andrew was not having anybody interrupting Disturbing. the sequence. He it was, told me to yeah, shut up. It was up just like, I wanted to I bask. told you to shut them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> It, it is worth noting, actually, yeah. in terms of like... Because I, I was just at the beginning to watch the movie and I was like, oh, there are aliens in this movie. Oh, there, there are naked it. aliens <laughs> in this movie. At the end of the movie, as they... I was like, shut up, everyone. Um, because there were <laughs> the still aliens. aliens coming out of the movie. I was like... Are they naked? Are there naked aliens... <laughs> Are they all male <laughs> naked aliens? Personally, I think there should be more representation of, 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 of uh, naked aliens. women aliens. Yeah, yeah. because um, they never get the uh, opportunities to go kind of uh, to other planets and uh, <laughs> be learn and be naked. Be naked. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to see a movie that that, that represents uh, the, 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 that, that opportunity. One of the things I admire having watched three Amir Khan movies is the fact that like he plays a very different character in each and he changes directly above his his like neck in each like his face looks entirely different here he was famously like chewing sweets so that he'd have this like red tang around his lips yeah. he had his hair cut his eyebrows shaved his ears, ears his ears poked out indifference to like Dangal where he was like a stern older father figure and Lagan where he was like this young sort of poor kind of like villager guy and I like that like from the neck up he seems like a Daniel Day-Lewis type, but from the neck down, it's pure Tom Cruise. It's always business, which I quite admired about the film. It's like, you know, for a certain point, he's like willing to physically transform himself, but he will always look like a V that grew a pair of legs. Well, I think well, in, in, if you look that, at the film, uh, though, in different parts, as I mentioned before, he sometimes he's quite he looks quite small. And then he does have a bit because he's he's shorter than his co-star actually. Yeah, when yes, when yes, but the uh, he's not a big uh, big guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unlike he's, uh, Tom Cruise, but, <laughs> but even Tom Cruise is not big. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's interesting how you're not but, allowed to say that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but his body shape does alter as he goes along because yeah. in some he scenes, seems to get bigger. Yeah, he's slim. In other parts, is a, a little they bit. They just change larger. the camera lens, just possibly, make it wider. Possibly, but but uh, pro- probably, uh, I mean, uh, in the scenes where he. He's shirtless or naked, obviously, he needs to train more. And so if he uh, shots a lot of other scenes where he's dressed, even in those scenes, you can see that he's bigger. But uh, if for a while he doesn't need to showcase his body, then he can afford not to train constantly. Uh, one of the things, though, because we talked a little bit about the countries, just in terms of specifics, because there apparently have been lots of... Bollywood films have dealt with religion before. So, for example, I think Three Idiots has a scene at the start where the characters sort of pray before going to exams. There was Oh My God, I think, was another Indian Bollywood film that sort of touched on that. But what was part of what was interesting about PK, apparently, and, and Giovanna can correct me if I'm wrong in the mm-hmm. chronology of this, but apparently it arrived in cinemas shortly after the Hindu nationalist, um, the... 
Baratia Janata Party, yes, yes, I mean it's a very conservative party and in, uh, basically uh, they took control of um, uh, India. They swept on uh, in the elections, yes, basically. Yes, exactly, exactly. Biggest elections in the world. Yeah. And, uh, it's the biggest democracy. Biggest democracy, yeah. yeah. And the thing is that the leaders of this party are very powerful and they have good connection with uh, Bollywood as well. And um, so, I mean, it was very brave for him oh, to, to make a film that uh, suggests uh, that uh, maybe not every Hindu is uh, uh, or every Hindu priest and so on is totally um, honest and um, uh, pious and a fantastic uh, example of of um, uh, religious devotion. I mean, it's it there was are very actual, brave. Oh, there are actual no, investigations say, launched yes. into this film. Like, well, I think the thing is that the BJP party, they, they have a tendency sometimes to um, prey on people's hatred or they try and stir up hatred because the, um, the Muslims are uh, perhaps now a minority in India, but there is that kind of... Pakistan India divide divide and that rivalry that exists and it's ironic that the three largest film stars in Bollywood are probably they're all Khan Salman Khan Sharuk Khan so they have a Muslim background yeah and they're all they're, they're Muslims so it's it's fascinating that they are the biggest stars in a country where the you know, majority population is Hindu and there are tensions there. With, yeah. Yeah, They'd be the first biggest. people that uh, Senator McCarthy would well, sort go of hearing, after yeah. in an um, anti-Hindu... Uh, um, sort of Bollywood of, um, red scare. Or yeah, uh, but the, the, actually, I mean... Um, uh, uh, Muslim. Yeah. Normally, um, um, uh, film is uh, uh, above that uh, and um, if uh, uh, these stars are really... Uh, well loved by the audience uh, it doesn't really matter and then sometimes they are maybe uh, Muslim, uh, they have a Muslim background but sometimes they play Hindu character yeah. and that is not a problem at all because uh, they uh, they started their career in uh, in India, they were born in India or uh, anyway they lived most of their life in India so they are considered India. So, uh, in, sometimes there was a problem with uh, Pakistani actors that uh, uh, at times of uh, uh, strong tensions for example um, uh, about the Kashmiri border or what not mm. when there were um, um, kind of attacks uh, and um, maybe some soldier died then some uh, uh, um, Pakistani actors working in Bollywood were kind of boycotted and they say, ah no, you cannot uh, work there anymore because uh, um, we need to support our um, um, young people who are dying at the border mm. and so uh, Pakistani actors are not welcome. Yeah. And this movie doesn't shy away from... Um, the anti-Islamic sort the, of... Yeah, there is, there is a... In I terms mean, of what, we, I don't what, know if we want to talk about it yet, but there's a moment in this movie where it's like very clear, jarringly, well, like we'll, we'll a, a shocking. Kind we of. might dovetail into that, but just while we're still talking about like the the Hindu, um, the sort of tensions with the film and, and sort of the the Hindu population, the party that we talked about there, uh, Narendra Modi who became prime minister in those yes. elections as well and had a huge public mandate. Apparently he's a very big fan of films, but he hasn't yet given his opinion on PK. Amir Khan offered to organize a special screening for him very generously. But the um, there were cases taken to the Supreme Court on PK, uh, for example, the Indian Supreme Court. And I quite like that their summary judgment on it was 
if you don't like it, just don't watch don't it. Don't watch it. Which is yeah. like the best Supreme Court judgment that you could possibly hope yeah. to have. But apparently it coincided with other sort of tensions uh, between religious groups in India. There were contemporaneous controversy around uh, Hindus mass converting Christians and Muslims uh, in sort of villages around the country. And there's some and of that in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there was also... Um, like cases where gurus local gurus were being arrested and sort of like forcing confrontations with law enforcement over um their own attempted like organization of sort of religious belief so i uh, i find it because when i was growing up my parents are originally from india and my understanding is that you can't convert to being a hindu um but i I guess well partly i guess you need it i mean if you're born in india then you probably can convert but if you're not born like say for instance a catholic like yourself couldn't become a hindu because you don't have that it's not possible to do whereas if you want to become a christian or you have a baptism it's very easy there isn't any there's nothing there's no barrier at all Mm -hmm. so that that i am kind of surprised i was i was thinking watching the movie um how um how unfortunate uh, PK because PK is the the the, the character um, means like tipsy how yeah. unfortunate he was to to land in in India rather than say Ireland in the 80s if he had landed <laughs> in Ireland in the 80s it would have been very straightforward <laughs> like oh well, okay unless he landed in Northern Ireland, Ireland yeah, in the 80s that yeah, would have been a in, very in, different in, film yeah, uh, so, 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 south of the border because like for, for for Darren and I it was always very simple yeah. we, we, <laughs> there we, was we, no religious yeah, divide yeah there was no religious yeah. divide we know exactly what we needed to do if and, and, and we knew that PK's mistake was apostasy <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he was going he to all of these the false um, yeah false yeah. false just out of curiosity sir Babu the phrase I have here in my notes is garvapasi um, does that mean anything? Okay, but that, that's apparently the ritual that was being uh, conducted. So it allows Christians and Muslims to return to, quote, their original religion. So maybe it's it's deconverting. Judaism? Um, so maybe it's like, it, maybe it's a process of deconversion, but apparently there were cases around the time of the release and stuff like that. But apparently it was very much sort of, there were sort of those sorts of tensions simmering, uh, or at least that's yes, what that that's By original, yeah, do you mean correct? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, Not pagan. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, but it, it is it is fascinating. But yeah, let's talk a little bit about the the Islam stuff because the film is very explicit in like what tensions it's talking about. There's the film's central romance is between a Muslim woman and a Hindu woman. It's, uh, it's a man. It's anyway. a popular yeah. Montague story. Yeah, like um, and it it it's it's very it the meet cute is really kind of endearing. Yeah. Um, it, it takes place in, in Bruges, um, not in the movie in Bruges, but in, in Bruges in Belgium, where they, they meet over wanting to go to a poetry recital, and then sort of like they argue, and then they, they agree, and then they have a common enemy who happens to be an old man who likes ice cream. Um, <laughs> and so they bond over that. Yeah, the thing I really enjoy about uh, Mir Khan movies is that there there are no true villains. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they kind of villains only exist for kind of narrative purposes, but they're not really bad people. <laughs> like the, 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 because um, the, the, the big villain of the piece is the guru who is yeah, exactly. like gouging everyone for money. But at the end, he, he's, he's, he's not such a bad guy because he, he, like it, it's, it's almost expressed to a gesture where he's like, oh, uh, take I'm, the thing. Yeah, be, be, because the, the, the remote is being taken away and yeah. <laughs> And um, and rather 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 than fight it anymore, he accepts that he's 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 been, he's been a charlatan, yeah. 
and feel like you can see like a guilt and an acceptance in him. Well, my personal favorite um, thing involving the guru at the climax is the moment and and like not to get to, we'll talk a little bit about the love story anyway, but it's the moment where they try and reconnect the couple at the center of the story. And there's this wonderful reaction shot of the guru who's been like, oh, look, I've been validated because my prophecies come true. Where they start, like, they ring through Belgium, they ring the university. The university's like, don't you know about the GDPR? We can't give out any of that. <laughs> exactly. um, but Damn like, it, GDPR. But, like, uh, but the, they call the Pakistan embassy and like, no, we're not in the European it's Union. It's Pakistan so. here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, you know that person who calls every day? Uh, here <laughs> are his personal details. But uh, what I love is there's a wonderful reaction shot of the guru during that sequence. And it's a moment, like, it's almost as if the characters realized he's in the wrong kind of film. It's like, I thought I was an important, an important social issue drama where I would get to be grabbed, but I didn't count on the fact that this is also a romantic comedy where the couple have to end up together at the end. <laughs> if I knew that, I never would have made that prediction. Um, but yeah, it is. It's, it's very... And it's interesting because that was apparently one of the other controversial aspects of the film was the fact that the relationship was between a Pakistani Muslim man and an Indian Hindu woman. Um, and it's sort of, it's suggested and it's explored in the film, but I, there's a term that exists and I, I'm i quoting from multiple sources here because I feel it's a very odd phrase, but it's known as love jihad, apparently, is what it's called in India, uh, where there is a tension around, apparently, around that sort of relationship. Um, yes. Giovanna, you yes. said it was unusual even for there to be a kiss in a... Uh, yes, uh, in, exactly, like, because in Indian movie. Uh, normally in um, uh, Bollywood films uh, there are no um, uh, kisses because, um, uh, I mean... Uh, they, indecent. They, uh, yeah. uh, no, they, I mean, uh, yes, it's like showing a sex scene. Uh, right. It's not a done thing because uh, the films are also for children and everything and uh, there are a lot of stars uh, like uh, the other two cons. Uh, like, they never have that. Uh, Someone doesn't have that. Yes, of. yes, he would never uh, agree to kissing somebody and so on and Shah uh, Khan did it uh, but uh, just very recently and um, so I mean it's something uh, different but probably it was done to show that uh, basically um, we have to move on from this uh, conservatism and from uh, um, separating um, uh, people just on the ground of uh, religion and on um, um, uh, nationality, so, basically. I mean, there is a background to this as well, really, to be honest with you, because it, it is a common thing when I was growing up in England that uh, often there was this idea, particularly amongst... Uh, even And it was actually a Hindu woman that told me this, was that... Generally, sometimes within... I'm not saying this is necessarily no, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it's just relating the perception yeah. as it exists. So two, uh, two examples, because the guru does say, well, basically, if you go with this Muslim guy, he'll he'll have betray. his carnal pleasures. Yeah, scheme, and then, these people scheme and betray is a yeah. quote from and the guru. And then basically really what he'll do is that he'll... Uh, and they'll, you know... And at some point, when you think that you're in love and you want to get married then the, the family of the Muslim will disagree and then you'll be left and then basically nobody will want you. Yeah. And this is a common thread. And and some people have indicated as well, it's part of the... I'm not saying this is right again, um, but some people have indicated that... A Hindu woman once told me that this was part of the religion, whereas the, the a lot of Muslim men were encouraged to go out and defile Hindu women. And then nobody would want the Hindu women and then they would become Muslims. There's also, kind of so. 
Apparently, according, sound, according to... It doesn't really sound like taking one for the team. Uh, according to... A beautiful Hindu woman. They're like, oh, I'm doing this for the right reasons. Okay. I think the other thing as well is, particularly when I was growing up uh, in England, even at that time, uh, this was in the 80s, you know, a lot of Muslim men, the constructions of of their religion is very difficult for them to... And even with Indian people, you know, with even Hindu people and Sikh people, they tend to... It has an impact on their later kind of well because a lot of Indian people have arranged marriages the reputation that you develop or oh, influences and has a has an effect on that yeah, yeah. of your later life yeah. you know, in terms of you know marital prospects so if you are going out with somebody who then leaves you yeah then um, you're sort of you're seen kind as of being tainted slightly or, yeah. Um, yeah. not to say that that's right no, or no. wrong but that is the perception that exists yeah and then us. that 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 is portrayed in the in the film as well, where the you know the guru says he'll go out with you, enjoy you know yeah. carnal pleasures, and then he'll leave you. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's like, you know he's right now. At that point, she's a a a waitress wife, and he say, "Oh, sorry, I shouldn't be. I, I sorry, I shouldn't be." Um, Flippant. Yeah, flippant. Um, I, I I do have a tendency of, of, of being flippant. I was going to say that she was like like uh, no, sorry. Going using supermarket analogies. Um, <laughs> moving, on. moving moving on. <laughs> moving um, swiftly on. The the Indian journalist uh Bar- Barad was ah, uh, yes. um, has pointed out that there's there's interestingly perhaps a double standard that exists in Indian cinema with regards to the portrayal of these sorts of relationships. So My Name is Khan also features a Muslim man and Indian woman, but it's set in the US. This has its romance primarily take place in Belgium rather than in India itself. But if you look at, at other sort of Indian films, you have like uh, Gadar, which has a Muslim woman and a Sikh man. Uh, Virvara, which has a Muslim woman and a Hindu man. Uh, which has a Muslim woman, woman and a Hindu man, and even Ek the Tiger, which we've, we've talked about in the podcast Muslim before, which has and a Hindu man, yeah. yes. Um, and he's sort of observing that there is maybe a double standard that exists when you reverse that dynamic, uh, as you do in this film. But it's kind of interesting that it does that, I think. I think it's making a, a point. I think it's doing something very clever there, very interesting, where it's sort of like it's reinforcing its sort of its study of how religion sometimes divides people uh, and how like you know the belief in and it's, it's interesting because this is something that like personally andrew talked a little bit about his religious beliefs i i'm agnostic myself but again i have a lot of the similar observations that the, the main character does which is like if god exists in the world and if he is our father and if he loves all his children equally mm. why would he want us to hurt one another why would he want yeah. us to argue with one another why would he want us to kill one another why would he there's the great bit where you know that the, the guru says you know your your son is dying what i want you to do is i want you to go to the himalayas <laughs> i want you to take a bus journey i want you to walk for eight days go to a temple pray there and then it'll probably work itself out and you're like what, what kind of sadistic god would, yeah. like, demand that well, you do this? Sort of Why? Like, yeah. Yeah. Sort of, like, Old Testament gods, <laughs> yeah. or, like, the Greek gods on, in, in yeah. the kind of pantheon, or, yeah. or the kind of Norse gods, or the yeah. kind of ones who, who couldn't really do with that sort of entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> um, be like, look what they're doing now. Um, yeah. yeah. But I, I really, I like the idea the film proposed, which is this kind of warm humanist idea of religious belief, which is that, like, if God is God, if, if believing in God mm. makes you feel good and helps you understand the world, that's fantastic. But 
It absolutely shouldn't be something that divides people. In the case that it literally divides this, you know, Indian Hindu woman from this Pakistani sort of Muslim man, but also the way that, like, towards the climax of the film, there's a bombing which is like explicitly religiously motivated that takes place at a train station. It's a really jarring sequence because Very. you have a character who is effectively the plucky comic relief of the film, um, who has like my personal favorite dance number in the movie, um, <laughs> but who is also dressed because... in flamboyant colors. He's played by uh, Sanjay Dartha. Sanjay Dartha. And yeah. he's, he's just amazing. And he gets off this train. And then this bomb goes off and yeah. like brutally murders this character whose primary like two of the two of the two of the sort of comic relief characters in the film. Yes, yeah, so the, like the thief and uh, then um, uh, the man who sort of the, took him the, under his wing and exactly yeah. and helped him at the beginning. Yeah. The like crazy thing about that for me was that it didn't seem in bad taste either. Yeah. Just because, came out of the blue. Yeah, yeah, but, and, and, like, but it came out of the blue. But it came it completely out of the blue. But it um, didn't feel like. It didn't feel Contrived, wrong. Like melodrama. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, no or, because no. Uh, uh, unfortunately that is what uh, really happens. I mean, there are lots this of bombing attacks uh, that uh, happen because of uh, religion uh, or religious rivalry. And so he wanted to make a point that uh, this is uh, horribly wrong, that uh, innocent people get killed and uh, that God doesn't need our protection. And um, uh, That's a really good line. I really love that. God doesn't need our protection. And the, the the bravery as well kind of is like they they place um, a PK as a kind of maybe a surrogate of the filmmakers where 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 they're like well you can't kind of you can't do this now you yeah. can't go on on on, on, on TV because number one it's uh, it's um, in insensitive yeah. and number two it's dangerous yeah and and the reaction is like no I must do it. Yeah, but, and 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 it, it kind of tells you uh, what the filmmaker is doing because what, what, what the film is about. Because the yeah. film itself, we the have film to itself do this. Couldn't come at this straight on. It couldn't make it. It probably yeah. could make a movie about like religion that was very earnest, straightforward, and had a very like much more didactic sort of quality to it. But the film takes like a sort of a an, a left field angle on it. It comes like as as uh, as the love interest points out. She basically says, "Look, the reason that PK does this is because he doesn't attack." He doesn't like make the standard criticism. Yeah. Instead, he asks questions that sort of get people thinking, mm. and, and he gets you have he to make have your an own agenda. answers. Yes, yeah. and it makes it because even there's characters that who have been, uh, you know, ardent admirers of the the main guru for decades, and even they, the questions that PK asks makes them think as well because. Yeah. We have the great scene with her father. Uh, the father that was really yeah. a devout uh, yeah. follower. Where follower. He, he, he takes him to a college and demonstrates very effect effectively how exactly the mechanics of this operation work. And yeah, how much yeah. of it's based on fear and money and yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. and how easily it can be exploited. And I, like, I liked that this was kind of like a celebration of faith in a way. Because, because there, there are moments of it, like when, when he arrives from the other planet, he kind of marvels at... The fact that they've actually uncovered who their creator is. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's his first kind of um, experience of religion. And that's what kind of like takes him in. And, and it's only later the, the idea On my planet of, we had no such faculty is, is yeah. what he observes. But he, he doesn't look down as like, oh, you know the way that sometimes like Star Trek, for example, when it advance. does religion. Yeah, when it has, when Star Trek does religion apps, it's like, oh, look at these primitive people who believe in sky spirits and inverted commas. This yeah. is more like, oh, he's actually interested in this. It's like, it's fascinating. It's something he never thought about. And but then it, 
it kind of comes back to that. Yeah. Because at the interview at the end, he's like, what is the right answer? What is the right number? Because yeah. you're telling us about all the wrong number. And there, they, uh, that's a really fun part of the movie, by the yeah. way. Is the kind the of, interview. Uh, Vira blasphemy. We're wrong number. Wrong number becomes like, and it's kind of like acceptable kind of way to, to say like, um, yeah. But anyway, the, the, when, 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 when he's in the studio, then it's like, so what's the answer for you? And which is a very kind of like, a uh, difficult um, question. Uh, question to answer. He he says, "I believe in the uh, God who created us. Yeah. I don't believe in the God that we created." Yeah, which is a very clever response. Yeah. and it's something that's that's based. It's not based on atheism. It's based on just a, a self awareness of like religious it's, structures. It's it's a way that religion has um, has has been formulated over over the years, where it's you know it's become the main state of um many people's lives and it's it controls them you know and and this and he says like managers control people you know that, that's that's a shame because you it'd be great to have that structure out of the way and you just have a direct you're just yeah well you know, I, kind of you're going, at one you, with this is the difference between spirituality and religion yeah, in some respects I, and then you I, don't have all these houses because he, he says in the film as well where, where do all these you know houses of yeah. god come from you know who builds them? Who pays? He's for not them? there, but he has dozens of houses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found I, that fascinating because what he's saying is that all of these, if you like, the managers, they take all the money from people in the way of donations, and they build these, you know, elaborate houses of worship, mm. or and, and you don't really need them. And the only people I who mean, benefit from that are the people who are. The you, managers, yeah, yeah, the managers, you, the middle management. You could have these structures if the structures didn't exist to corrupt the ideology. Like, they, if 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 these things were, if there was so, if, of, the, if, if the money you were a, donating was going to helping the poor people, as if, he points yeah. out, like he points yeah. out that you know, if there was like, a, why if, why would God want to build a nice house when there are people starving? Yeah. If there was a sincerity to to the, yeah. the kind of institutions and uh, rather than all of these kind of charlatans. Yeah. And then, 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 um, like that's the, and if you speak to, I suppose, like you can speak to people within the religious traditions, like kind of priests and, and rabbis, I, 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 um, uh, some of them will, um, some of them aren't charlatans. Or no, no, like, like some of them would, like, I mean, it's an argument over whether it's some or most, <laughs> um, yeah. or, uh, but 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 no, the, no, like there are undoubtedly like I mean, but I've they, had they conversations with you. priests that are important to me and like that have yeah. actually informed me and sort of shaped me or whatever. Um, but I, I am wary of organized religion for the same reason that Babu outlined and for the reason the film touches on. Like, because like, I've had priests say to me, um, like like Catholic priests, and I, I'm not uh, like especially Catholic anymore. Well, anyway, sorry, that's like kind of besides the point, but um, they, would say, they would say things like, um, well, I don't have a monopoly on the truth. Yeah. Or like, I don't, um, like, um, the, 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 these kind of like very sincere kind of um, like non-agenda mm-hmm. sort of um, uh, uh, statements that you'll get from people who aren't, um, I guess, what's being represented in this in movie. Film, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the, the the lower levels, like the the person that you probably spoke to, those kind of priests are very much at the level where they're communicating with, you know, their parishioners or the you know the people who are 
attending their churches where I think the rest of it is all really involved in marketing. <laughs> yeah. In marketing, yeah. and, and their 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 biggest concern is okay, how do we keep this growing? How do we get money off the grassroots? And they they're the ones who living in palatial environments you know like mm. the vatican or you know yeah, exactly exactly and then that's where the you know they they're not they don't have a direct connection with the people the, the bishops the you know whoever they are they live in not i'm not saying a lap of luxury but they are like senior management of a company mm. they're not like the team leaders down the bottom <laughs> they're like i like that management. you're going with this analogy it's like the scrum in the afternoon yeah. Yeah. i suppose the, the kind of disenchantment like with the church is kind of like seems to almost kind of mirror the the disenchantment that people have with these financial systems kind of like after 2008 yeah because like the the re, re, reaction that people had to the uh, well, I think like I... to the catholic people had to 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 new pope francis even like the choice of of that name um yeah. the, this was going to be a pope who would care about poverty yeah. And who 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 care about like love for all things, um and and um seeing it as as it almost feeling, um like I I maybe this is a bit of a stretch but see uh, fe- feeling in that whole kind of like context of uh this establishment yeah. um uh, figures that that that. That, that we've seen in politics. I oh suppose. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you can you can argue it's a two way street. Like you could argue capitalism is a religion of itself, and religion is inherently capitalistic as well. It, uh, you know. I think that there are there are certain um, pillars of, of society. In, in I know in England, particularly in the heyday of where you had you know when the you had the religious so you had the royal family, the Conservative Party, and religion. Yeah. And, and these are the kind of... The uh, but actually, organised religion is nothing more than a political movement because uh, basically they organise people around a certain set of beliefs and they say whoever is against this belief is against us. Yeah, well, it's a form of... Like, we, we talked about, like, the, the modern argument in America about, like, identity politics and not to derail the podcast entirely. But no, religion... No, religion derailing <laughs> the podcast is what the podcast is about. <laughs> but religion is, like, the original identity politics in that it allows people to come together and to forge a particular identity and to motivate and to act politically on, on that point. Well, I think the other thing as well is about religion in, in general is a way of um, people have a... As you say, it helps form their identity, and it also for some people they believe that they're more superior because they believe in God, or believe in religion. You know, they're following so, and they're, they're so, so much more. You know, um, more holier, they're holier better than, than thou. They're better than you and me because <laughs> yeah. we are agnostics or we are uh, we don't be atheists. Uh, well, I mean, it works the other way around. I'd argue the atheists are just as, as liable to think that but as well. It's like, not even religion. Is, it's it's. It, like um, you have the same sort of uh, maybe not 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 as extreme or pervasive, but the is, is um, like a, 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 a lot of kind of like diet or exercise sort of um, <laughs> like proselytizers who 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 don't eat any um, like uh, gluten or or or, or we'll also like entirely you, vegan. You who, who, yes, yes, who are, it's a are, set of belief yeah. that it's, defines exactly. people. That yeah. That's why it's so so powerful. Powerful, no, it's more powerful than say, yeah, I vote uh, Fine Gael. Yeah, yeah. it's like, do you vote? <laughs> <laughs> How, Voting is such that's a not very thing. hip. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you were saying about like identity as a religious thing, or sorry, like I, religious as like an identity or politics or like 
something that defines a person. Because I think there's a really great line in here where he PK points out that um, the you you don't have a code stamped on you. Yeah. There's no way of knowing like what you're meant to be religiously speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Which is is very clever. I think it's a very I'm, smart point. I mean, in some ways, that's a kind of like there there is. That's a criticism of religion, but it's also something that, like, there's a shallow um, element of, of religion, which is the whole sense of kind of um, belonging to, to a community. And you could say that that's not so shallow, that, that, that that's the, the, the real kind of, like, substance of, um, of a religion. Because that, 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 I, I, I suppose um, um, there's kind of layers to religious belief. And I suppose that was the thing I was getting at earlier with the whole kind of like neurosis and psychosis thing. There, there, there. Uh, um, but to, to 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 put it in 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 more neutral terms, there are the people who believe the things um, that are being said, and there are the people who 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 believe that it's a good thing that they do what they do. So like like that, it's a good thing to belong to a community. It's a good thing to have this particular um, set of of um, values. like values. Yeah, yeah. So the, the the point the point about it being kind of like why why must we we have these labels? Well, I suppose some people um, I suppose the response that religion would that that and and that I think the the kind of his holiness has to that is that like oh well like we want these things these are these are positive things well, but why the must it, they divide us? Well, the whole, the point his holiness makes is like and it's it's probably a really it's as good a point as I sort of I could concede in terms of like PK's criticisms and responses, which is like, who are you to take away that from them? What will fill the void that hope leaves in these people's lives when you destroy it? You're talking about the wrong number. What's the right number? And he comes back and he says, look, the right number is the God who created us and not the God that you created, which is the best answer that you can give. But yeah. I think that there is something in that that speaks to... And anxiety, and it's again. This is the that's thing about the big P secular challenge. But that's it. It's it's the example. It's something that extends beyond like PK as a, as an Indian film in particular. Something that I think is like something that's an issue in American culture, and I think even in our culture, which is this idea of when you have a culture that moves from being overtly religious to being something more secular and something more inclusive and something that's more cognizant of like other values and other belief systems. You have also a sense of like an absence that's created by moving the kind of the core away from that, and I think like you if can't you look just at what... assume that secular kind of uh, values are going to fill that void. Yeah, it might just be an absence of values. I mean, in you, some cases, you could argue that's like a significant cause of like the the resurgence of like right wing identity politics in like the states and in the United Kingdom is this question, this idea that maybe in like moving towards. Like, or engaging with issues of, like, race, gender, politics, and religious belief, you've kind of, you've moved the center away from the assumption that America is a white Christian nation, which it never really was, but people believed that it was, and which power was sort of centered in that. And so you have people who are anxious about the loss of that in some way. I think that generally what happens with a lot of countries is that religion plays um, a part in the framework of society, and then a framework of a community, and then the the framework of, a, of an individual of, of what's correct morally and what's incorrect morally and that's why for a lot of people who come to religion late in life or they've done something bad or something you know committed some kind of crime and all of a sudden they found Jesus or they found religion and they're somehow or other converted into a fine upstanding citizen whereas the rest of us were just 
fine upstanding citizens to begin with. So it's, it suggests that religion provides a, a sort of a moral framework. And so this guy, the holiness in, in this film was saying, well, who are you to take away um, hope? Hmm. But religion shouldn't be a hope. You know, God should be the hope. Religion should just be... The means of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the framework. And that's, that's my, my problem with religion was always... That somehow the only thing religion does it, it provides a moral framework of how people should behave in terms of towards each other, and then I just think, well, why do you need that framework? Surely, mm. in society and you know, as you grow up, you should learn this. Well, that, that's a that's, yeah, that's and, a really great point. There's a really great line from PK in this, where like his suggestion instead of religion is simply help each other in difficult times. Yeah, like I mean, like uh, as somebody again as lapsed as a lapsed Catholic, which is like the Irish state religion at this point, which is also belong to that church, I suppose. But one of the things that I like, the Catholic Church has done horrendous things, absolutely horrific things, culturally, historically, yeah, overseas in were, Ireland. They yeah. were given the opportunity to, to do, do that, that. and yeah. so like I don't. I don't want this to be the construed amount of power the amount of power that they had yeah. i don't want what i'm about to say to be construed as like a defense of, of the catholic church as an institution but one of the things the catholic church did do that i appreciate of it historically speaking is that at its best it served as a vehicle for humanism in terms of do unto others as i would as you would have them do unto you turn the other cheek what you do to the least of your brothers that you do unto me and there's something like that's a more spirituality more than a religious belief. But I, I do find it interesting that religion is something and, and Babu's right. You, you shouldn't need religion to tell you not to be a horrible person. But it's, it's a nice way of in, it, in many ways it becomes a way of codifying that. Well, I, th I, I think I think in the contemporary all, all world religion do that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, sorry, I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, even Muslim religion, oh, yeah. they, they don't um, say that you should be greedy. You shouldn't help others. Actually, oh, yeah. all religions. Oh, yeah. No, no. Are, I'm just speaking from my that. personal experience. It's just sorry. that uh, basically, um, I, I mean, if uh, uh, a priest or somebody uh, that has authority for you tells you to do something or not to do something, then you're more inclined to do it rather than saying uh, it's common sense to do this, yeah. it's uh, morally right to do this, but not uh, because of uh, a particular religious morality, but uh, in terms of uh, being human. I mean, people with no religion can be generous, can be merciful, yeah. can be nice to other people. Yeah. Uh, and instead, the uh, common... Uh, I believe that uh, many uh, bigot people were spreading was that unless uh, you have a religion, then you are uh, like a beast, uh, yeah. a wild beast. You don't know what to do because, uh, I mean, you need somebody to tell you this is right and this is wrong. Otherwise, uh, you you will never have the intelligence to, to understand that by yourself. Yeah. And to be clear, well, when I talked about the Catholic Church as a vehicle for that, that was my own personal experience. Yeah, oh, because yeah. it was Catholic. I mean, yeah, if it yeah. has been Muslim, yeah, it, it would, would have been, been the same. To be honest, I think, sorry to, no, to no. interrupt you, Andrew. No, no. Um, but just to take on, on board your point, I think in, in places like India and uh, an island where you've had a dominant force in the past that's controlled your country, um, religion is um, a way of keeping your identity. Yeah. You know, so the Catholic Church under British rule... Um, yeah, it would have been an Irish thing as opposed to yeah. Protestantism in particular. And then it would have yeah. helped um, give people the opportunity to access to education. Yeah. Do you this mean, came so from, this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. yeah. This came from Bulgaria, 
mm-hmm. where they had uh, 500 years of, of, of Ottoman rule yeah. and um, fo- follow, followed by um, like maybe a, a hundred years of, of um, kind of uh, maybe like a few hundred years before that, the sort of like revival of the, of the Bulgarian kind of um, uh, Orthodox church. Um, and the lifting of some of the kind of restrictions on it and re-establishment of it, and then uh, along comes communism. So have, have, having having all these sorts of um, um, yeah, it 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 shapes the whole kind of uh, cultural and like political life of 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 these people, whether whether um, um, what the what the dominant religion is. Just in terms, do we want to move on from talking uh, about religion, just talk about some of the other stuff in the film? Maybe. Yes, yes. Okay. Or, or the film. <laughs> or the film itself, to be fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, one of the things, like, I think the film does very well is it uses PK as an outsider. And we talked about the way that science fiction films generally do this, The Day the Earth Stood Still, for example, Stranger in a Strange Land, The Man Who Fell to Earth, I think Babu invoked at yes. one point as well. So you have this kind of, like, it's a great storytelling device to take an outsider bring them to our world and have them ask questions about how we just take for granted society working and in sort of playing with that. And there are sort of aspects like PK does that with stuff beyond religion. It has like obviously the great scene with the condoms where he's trying to find out who owns the condoms and everybody's like (laughs) laughing about it. But when he brings them over, it's like, oh, they're not my condoms. There was a lot in this movie we could identify with. Um, Andrew Andrew at one point like turned to us, turned to us and said, this is my life while pointing at the screen. Do you want to tell us what that moment was? Uh, That was a joke. My my father has never sent a text message saying ashamed of you. That's all the text message says, by the way. There's no context. It's just randomly out of the blue, ashamed of you. Full stop. Sent. I was just, I just turned to Darren and said, "We've all been there, haven't we?" Yeah. Where it, and the brilliant thing about that scene was, it I'll seemed, let you de- I'll let listeners it, determine whether Andrew or myself sent the text message in that case. It seems, it seems like. Um, it seems like the dad just learned how to text yeah. because it's the first message like yeah. in, in the, in the whole kind received. of conversation yeah. and it says ashamed of you. I like the idea that the father went out and bought a phone specifically yeah. to text. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I need to say ashamed of her but I don't want her to have like to a response. I tell you something very important. <laughs> yeah, I am ashamed, ashamed of, of you. Ashamed of you. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, there's also some interesting stuff there I think in terms of gender which is kind of interesting because mm. PK, he arrives on the planet and as Andrew pointed out, there, there don't seem to be many women aliens. There is this weird thing like late in the movie, which I think also jarred me a little bit, where there's a romance between him and the female lead, sort of like he develops a crush on her, which kind of comes almost out of nowhere just to set up a song in the movie, but then becomes like a recurring motif for the rest of the film, leading to a really weird like serial killer, like seven style climax where okay. she's she finds all his tapes and she listens to them and like... If this were a thriller, this would be a bit where, like, she'd be staring at a board and realizing that all the pictures are of her, and it would be terrifying. Yeah. But it's it's like no, I, all I, these tapes he's made that are. That was of kind her. of weird as well. It it felt like almost almost like saying to the audience, in case you think he's gay, he's, he's not. Absolutely. Do straight. not worry. Yeah. I he, think it, so. Because there was like a moment in the the beginning of the movie where he he touches like his 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 friend's hand, and and his friend has like a long kind of uh, uh, rant about dance uh, and uh, uh, (laughs) uh, music video about how um, this guy is confused because he thinks he must be a woman because only women touch men's hands. Is your sense um, of gender lost as well? Yeah. But uh, don't be a scourge 
urge, do curb your urge. Which, by the way, this is my favourite dance number in the film. <laughs> it, yeah, I was going to ask you, Darren. It's like, what did you like so much the about it? The subtitles in the song and dance number actually rhyme, which, yeah, is, yeah, which I appreciate. They do, they do it uh, really well. Yeah, the like. effort that they go to in like transcribing this in translating into so English. There's you... a line like, for example, what is the zip code of your abode? And I'm like, like... <laughs> They're singing in Hindu. Um, I'm not going to be singing this along with music because I, I can't imagine how to keep rhythm with the music in that way while singing these English lyrics. But I do appreciate that the guy <laughs> whose job it was to translate this giant dance number decided, OK, I'm just going to make them all rhyme. So you you came for the homophobia. You stayed for the sick rhymes. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. But there, there is like there's a sense of there is a sense of like the film. I think early on seems to be playing with that idea where there is where he's touching these human guys and the guys are recoiling and I wonder if there's like, a lot of gay panic yeah but there's it, a lot of gay but the gay panic I think seems it's not at his expense and the only thing that makes me uncomfortable is that, that subplot at the end which as you pointed out seems to exist solely to say he's totally straight because I mean the movie opens with this it would naked, be weird if he wasn't straight and, and, and didn't and, fall in love with with the, a beautiful woman yeah um but yeah, the, because I, I mean uh, that was uh, something that uh, um, was interesting from the point of view of um, uh, the story, yeah. like um, because uh, there was a kind of a love triangle because yeah, uh, yeah. she was in love with uh, um, the Pakistani the guy, from guy. Belgium, and yeah. so yes, uh, and so uh, it made the story more interesting because uh, normally there is a love story in these films uh, just to to make uh, the the story more interesting and appealing to a wider audience oh, and then uh, apart from like um, okay uh, um, uh, Sanjay Dutt recoils when he tries to hold mm. his hand because uh, contact is uh, necessary uh, normally, for sharing yeah. uh, uh, um, uh, normally is uh, viewed even in our society uh, in a sexual way you know yeah uh, there is no way that uh, you can actually uh, touch somebody else for uh, other reasons mm. and uh, instead um, uh, in his um, uh, in his world uh, like uh, they were touching uh, each other to to talk uh, basically yeah. to to to, uh, to to read their minds so yeah. basically that is uh, something uh, that um, it's typical from uh, of uh, our whole society every saying that i mean in india and uh, in uh, a lot of middle eastern countries uh, men hold hands and uh, it's not uh, because they are gay, but it's a normal thing. Like, uh, it's uh, uh, actually would be weirder to see two women holding hands. And instead, in our society, it's, uh, it's the opposite. No, if uh, two men are holding hands, obviously, they are gay. It's, it cannot be otherwise, no? But I mean, I, like, I, when I saw that, when the film sort of started, I was thinking about how... Um, when the film sort of started with like him wandering out of the fog completely naked, like with his, his very sort of like, you know, female gaze, sort of masculine sort of body sort of presented for the audience's it's benefit. It's Terminator style. Term it is Terminator style, but it's like a caring, cuddly Terminator. It's not <laughs> like he's not a threat. He's no. very much like he looks like he needs to cuddle almost as soon as he walks out of the cloud. And even the bit where he's touching the, the other male characters. there. <laughs> where he's touching the other male characters. It seems initially the film's making the joke about them. In the same way that it's like when he goes into the church and he has the misunderstanding and the mobs chase him, the joke is on them rather than on him, if that makes sense. Because he's pointing out the absurdity of like how like tetchy they are or how touchy they are about particular things. And so how like during that... How pertains to be and how pertain to the same yeah. uh, purpose, but you uh, can't agree on... 
Yeah, well, I was wondering, like, I, when, during the early scenes, I was thinking that maybe that's what the film was playing with, with gender, which was this idea of him, because he's an alien and outsider, he's much more comfortable making contact with other men than human guys are, or talking about sex, as he does with the condoms, than other people they are. They say, like, sex is a very private matter. Yeah, and, and at the end, you have, like, the four rules where he's lining, like, in human culture, you, you touch or you kiss or you do it in private. But if you want to punch somebody or fire, start a war, you do that in public, which that's I think is a very, fine. It's a very, very pointed observation. But that's kind of a, almost like a metaphor for the Indian society to a certain extent, because um, in these films, a lot of Bollywood movies, you can have... So much violence where you have like a twelve yeah rating on yeah, same they, in the United States and, yeah, and even there's yeah. no kiss you're not in they've you know draws a line at kissing yeah you know showing any kind but of the violence is violence fine. is yeah. fine guns bullets everything no problem and that's an interesting concept because even sometimes we've seen in Indian films where the level of violence is quite high but there's very little in the way of um, well that's sexual contact that they don't kiss. Uh, no, they yeah. don't kiss, but um, I mean, we've seen um, uh, Bollywood films uh, which were like gangster stories and um, um, there was a lot of graphic violence, like uh, people being uh, beaten uh, savagely, a lot of blood and so on, and um, uh, the rating was uh, maybe 12. And an audience full of children. Uh, <laughs> with families, you know, families uh, bringing children. Children love violence, but they also love nudity. Yes. If Andrew has taught us nothing, uh, longing for that planet of beautiful women who will send strange explorers who will wander well, out of probably planet. I mean they didn't show naked women because uh, the uh, body of a naked woman is normally objectified yeah. and um, uh, so I mean uh, by showing him who is um, a really um, high profile Bollywood star and uh, they showed him uh, I mean from uh, far away they didn't uh, from the waist up you had the smoke covering uh, his, exactly. um, his behind you so had the radio covering his private yeah. one of my favourite and most artful shots was the scene in the distance with him standing with a gigantic tree trunk uh, mm. covering his private part as if to suggest well I mean come on we all know a pop for PK would have been very different <laughs> would have been oh, a yeah, very yeah. Good. I know about those contexts of it, uh, yeah well I mean you know no, obviously no, this I, is just I, what I'm projecting I, on I, yeah I, I think to an extent we do yeah um, pre- project our own kind of like um, hot takes onto it because actually what you said Giovanna about the the uh, there being a love triangle um, I remember that in Lagan yeah there was yeah. also well, a yeah. love triangle exactly. so yeah. this is like almost like a leitmotif of, sorry am I using that word yeah, right go on yeah. <laughs> I'll allow it. Light motif, um, yeah. The, um, where 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 you can see, oh, okay, it actually might mightn't make sense um, to us, like if we were to take the movie in isolation. Uh, in isolation, but in like um, as a kind of a a a can sort of like of, a touch. Yeah. Um, this is something uh, that makes sense within his movies. Yeah, yeah to have that love triangle. Uh, one of the things I also really liked about it is that Khan apparently modelled his performance as PK on Charlie Chaplin. Uh, yeah, uh, which you can ah, kind of see when, uh, when yeah. he moves like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, a bit uh, when like he a runs robot away. like. Yeah. And then he always, uh, he never blinks in yeah. the film. He never blinks. He's always uh, uh, like staring uh, like Charlie Chaplin uh, yeah. used to do as well. And then uh, there are other quirks like uh, chewing the betel leaves yeah. and so on uh, just to, to show that he was um, um, a different character, not yeah. um, somebody that um, uh, you can meet uh, anywhere. 
anywhere and, and yeah. even the way he was moving it was always different he, he was never like behaving as a regular everyday person yeah. But even the film itself, in some ways, sort of leans on that sort of like silent comedy sort of mm-hmm. quality. Like there are a number of like really great. Okay, maybe the joke itself isn't great, where your man has a crease in his his pants, and so he. Uh, that is a great yeah. joke, by the way, Dan. The the, the, the I <laughs> just so we're clear on this. To 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 know that that is a joke that I heard years and years ago when I was like probably like a, a child of seven years of age, and of course, whenever your uh, people tell these jokes. They tell him as something that actually happened. Yeah. And the story that was told to me is that in 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 a, a church in like Cary Gallen, yes. there, there was like a woman um, sitting in front of a man, mm-hmm. and that the man saw that the woman had a had a had a, a wedgie, mm-hmm. um, and 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 pulled it out, and she like kind of turned around and smacked him. So then um, he pushed it in again. So yeah, yeah the, the, I really I I appreciated that joke. But I mean, but it's, it's a also very the, funny movie. Though. But it's also the way in which that plays out because it, it is Chaplin esque. It's because it's yeah. it's all done silently. He 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 provides like a narration over it. But the the entire sequence, you could play it without the narration, you would get it. There's the reaction shot. There's the noticing of the thing. There's the almost Mr. Bean quality of I've noticed a problem. Benny, and, I, and then the Benny Hill chase. Yeah, but not even the Benny, even before the Benny Hill chase is the bit where he's sitting down cross-legged in a row of like five people. So yeah. when the guy turns around and kicks him, they all fall like dominoes. Yeah. There's like a yeah. wonderful sort of physical comedy quality to it that I really, really like. And you're right about the Benny Hill chase where you have like people being chased around. Repeatedly. Even, even during that song, the, the homophobia song, as it shall be known, but the, the song about like um, <laughs> being a strange, uh, what's a, a lecherous lad uh, with a strange fad Uh, again wonderful rhymes I love that they paid attention to make it rhyme Um, but yeah where you have like people chasing him down like corridors and down sort of side streets Um, and I do like that they they end that chase though uh, with his head in Sanjay's lap Mm -hmm. Um, as if which was another point where it's kind of made me wonder if the joke is on the people that they're mocking the homophobia rather than it being a homophobic joke itself well I don't think it was homophobic because um, you know Sanjay Dutt didn't reject him. Yeah, that's an example. He didn't say, oh, get away from me and took him out there. And then yeah. he actually became... He beat the crap friends. out of him. Yeah. Yeah. He explained more that you can't do this with other people because yeah. other people will react like this. Sort yeah. of thing. And they kind of, he said, well, okay, this guy has lost his memory. Maybe he's, you know, <laughs> he's not yeah. confused. So so in that sense, he, he still... You put him back him. to the default setting. <laughs> yeah. Which is strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the... I, I you you mentioned some of the funny bits. I enjoyed the I the because this was a funny movie. I mean, we've we've talked all about kind of like the uh, religious themes uh, and the yeah. heavy social commentary yeah, and the, which, the controversy around it I, and like the Indian government trying to like. Yeah. My, my, my position on those sorts of like uh, issue movies is that they they really don't w- wouldn't have the same sort of weight if they weren't entertaining. Yeah, like, one, no, exactly. one way well, you do that is exactly. by making them, yeah. it funny. Yeah. So there's like the suicidal dog. That, the, the, that, I love that story, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I guess my <laughs> dark sense sleeping of humor. Pills. <laughs> um, but the, the, there's the and then the the tracksuit bottoms. Oh, yeah, underneath yeah, the yeah, desk. Yeah. I actually like, and I, I mean, I, I early on in the in the podcast, I mentioned my issue with it is that it feels sort of fragmented at the start. I really like the closing scene, which is the debate between His Holiness and PK, where the film pivots, like it, it pivots arguably more gracefully on the way out than it did on the way in. 
between being this big issue movie and being a rom-com where you have like basically like it starts out as this big debate about the nature of religion and then it turns into like this rom-com like studio bound version of the chase to catch the guy at the airport before he flies off to marry the woman he doesn't really love um and i like the way that it pivots between those two extremes in there so it's never really heavy-handed it's a like yeah it's it's a it's a it's a layer cake where 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 the outer layer is et and then the 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 layer um on under that like where 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 the cream or the jam would be instead of like the chocolate casing is is a is a romeo and juliet story and then and then within that so but like you can't just tell that um this um story about religion because nobody would eat that cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would it would just be a Madeira <laughs> mixture, and it would I, be it would be. I very, like Madeira cake. Yeah, but you 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 like it to be like covered in chocolate. And Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I like Andrew's idea of just covering Madeira cakes in chocolate. This will just make it better. But yeah, that that that, that, that it it had um, it that that it kind of like I thought structurally structurally it was perfect in that way in the sense that they they put these very kind of um, uh, um, how do you say um, accessible kind of um, tropes um, on 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 the outside of either side and then so and ease then you in as you're uh, as as as. As as you're getting into the movie, and then as you're coming out of the movie, it's it's um, those are the kind of impressions it's giving you on either side. So they have like an intro and an outro. I I think as well as that, you know, the ending when you you kind of you guys thought it was a bit weird that he had all these tapes and you. I kind of you to me it was fairly obvious yeah. that there were going to be recordings of her. Well, it uh, was yeah, very yeah. obvious, but and, the way in which the scene was shot made it look like you know that bit like we, in a serial killer movie where the guy leaves the room no. and the person sitting there looks around and sees like. The deer head, the butcher knife. Wasn't actually the, no, the, the I, same I, uh, because, no, because she knew because you kind of like she's there in the desert in the middle of a desert. Yeah. There's nothing kind of controversial around. No, or just a tape recorder, like I a, think an old cassette recorder yeah. with a, a bunch of batteries. And you think when she switches that on, it's just going to be her. By the way, I really like the batteries. I really like the batteries. I like the the clever observation that if he was taking the Walkman and the stereo, he wouldn't be able to plug it into like an AC-DC adapter. Like, was it Independence Day? Where they take a Mac, which you can't plug into anything on Earth, but they fly it up to an alien spaceship and just wire it right in. Um, So I love the idea that PK paid attention to that. It was like, okay, if he's taking the tapes, he's going to need batteries, Batteries. which I love. They come from a uh, kind of a civilization where they got spaceships. Yeah. But there's no way that he'd be able to just know. play the recording. Which exactly. I like. Yeah. yeah. No. And then uh, I mean, um, he was kind of endearing in this uh, contest. He wasn't creepy at all because no. uh, I mean, she was uh, looking at him. Uh, I mean, once if she found out he, he was an alien, she was looking at him as uh, somebody that. Um, wasn't a potential of interest at all because uh, he was an alien from outer space that didn't um, have anything in common. No? In fact, she was saying, ah, but uh, who would uh, marry you? Nobody would marry you because uh, mm. like, um, yeah. there is nobody like you here. No? And, uh, uh, and also because uh, then uh, so she could be reconnected with uh, Safraz yeah. that basically <laughs> there um, and the fact that they um, got back together meant that uh, two different religions can actually uh, yeah, two people who are very different get who are as, you know as, as different right. arguably as PK is we, from we, we spoke before about seeing movies through our our own uh, prisons I suppose 
Darren and I's um, tendency to creep shame is is on account of us being um, it creeps ourselves. Low low T soy boys, yeah, and 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 yeah, like, it, it creeps ourselves. So I'm also going to need you to explain that, Andrew. Show notes. <laughs> um, no, I mean I mean the low T soy low T soy yeah. boys. Yeah. This is a a word now that's. Um, Kind of um, Andrew's time all, spent all... on the alt right and fortune <laughs> has finally no, paid off. This is, uh, <laughs> Listeners uh, to our Gran Torino podcast will recall. I did. <laughs> this is like hearing because um, I listen to a lot of kind of LA based. You don't um, have to defend yourself. Uh, uh, comedy. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. No, I'm 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 essentially uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. But um, no, I, oh, I, no. <laughs> I, I, I no, I I I listen to a lot of LA based comedy and a lot of like because they're on Twitter and because they're coming kind of coming from a liberal voice they encounter a lot of um, like uh, right wing trolls on, yeah. online and the latest thing apparently is um, because they've given up saying um, social this justice is like warrior social justice warrior liberal um, cock. cock snowflake now now Darren's making faces <laughs> because he's probably got a lot of this online <laughs> the, the, uh, the late, late, latest thing or maybe not the latest thing when this is released is low, low tea soy boy because we all drink soy milk and it uh, <laughs> uh, uh, increases our estrogen and we get low testosterone. I mean, is that uh, any... scientifically proven? Um, there, there's no appreciable. There, there. Uh, I, I remember I researched this when because because I um I I I am. Um, what they say I am because I used to drink lots of soy milk and then uh, somebody told me do you know that lowers your estrogen bro um, um, by the way I love how much they use bro in this movie listeners can't see that <laughs> well I mean like, if they look at the podcast cover if they it. look at the cover yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, it means that uh, you don't have much estrogen it's so a funny you should thing be fine because the, the, the yeah it's like um, what do you call uh, neck beards but uh, I have a full face beard <laughs> alright so yes um, what were we talking about before we went I down do beg your pardon. you did ask me to expand upon this. I did ask you to expand upon that I know yeah. because otherwise people don't understand well, well, yeah. oh no I, I didn't understand either too. Like it's, it's, it wasn't a, that was not a translation issue um, um, but yeah so is there anything else that anybody here would like to talk about with regards to the film anything we haven't talked about already there were, there, were, there were some shameful aspects of this movie and I'm referring of course to uh, the oh. waste of food and yes. uh, wine <laughs> <laughs> there was the yeah. smashing of the, the, the perfectly recur- um, like uh, good he he got wine. wine to offer to God, and there was this nice went, shot where he was running and he drops it, and it looks because like it might not ch- break. He was yeah. being chased by 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 by, by, by a Benny Hill mob, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by a Muslim mob, yeah. um, by non alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, and and the the uh, yeah he dropped the wine. Uh, yeah, as you say, Darren, it looked like it wasn't going to break, and then as if he got like shot. Yeah, smash! It's like no. Long term listeners will recall Andrew's anger about food waste. Yeah, there was a moment where he actually prayed to God for 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 food because he was feeling peckish, and God gave him food, and then he 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 walked away from that piece of food without eating it. He put it down somewhere and then went over to get like another a better God, better God, a more economically efficient to get his amulet back. Um, rather than eating the food, that no, no wonder for. that God didn't answer his prayers. He wasted <laughs> that piece of food. He's going straight to hell. Absolutely. So yeah, there, there was one thing that spoiled the movie for me. I think, to be honest, the the more we've talked about it, the more I'm beginning to 
believe that it does have a place on that 250 because it's you know we've managed to talk about it for about an hour and a half so um a little more than an hour now so um yeah i think it's it's these kind of movies are rare where they like if you go and watch dwayne johnson in skyscraper that's not going to get you probably through dinner but after that not much more but this one is a kind of film that you'll discuss yeah at length, at length. Yes. Like, yeah. there's so much we haven't discussed as yeah. well about like how touching the the, the movie can and be. how I, the little I, touches even like the little scene with the guy who asks for money and then she yes, follows him i was going yeah. to talk about and, which that. is just it's a beautiful little scene it's not directly connected to the the plot like it serves the purpose of illustrating that he can read minds or whatever but it's yeah. also of itself just a wonderful humanist moment because it's it's very touching where she has the ice cream and she gives him a bite yeah. and then because pk gave him the money for the tip he gives her the money for the tip and yeah. it's like it's you know you it's, know, a, yeah. because it's a special night it's you, you tip yeah, because you can imagine that uh, these people are uh, normally uh, very poor and so they could never afford uh, to go and uh, eat i mean those places are very expensive yeah. in india yeah. i mean it's not like because it's india anybody can uh, go to a five-star hotel because they're cheap they're as expensive as they are here so I mean uh, he was uh, saving for uh, for um, all his life to to, to, to be to, able to, to take give. her out uh, and so and, and that is um, believable because uh, I mean over there uh, a lot of people live with uh, 100 rupees per day that is uh, 1 euro 50 not wow. even so uh, and these places cost uh, as much as they would here no? yeah. all these uh, um, luxury hotels and so basically uh, this was Woman never had the possibility to give such a big tip to anybody yeah. and so this is an extra gift that he, he gives her the opportunity to, to give, give a tip, a tip to, the to, 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 to the waiter and the, I like the kind of structuring of that there as well because there's a moment like at, at, at the very end of the movie when she said um, uh, we we taught PK to lie and he taught us to love Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's something in that kind of interaction where where the the man is 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 lying to him, but he realizes that the lie is anchored um, in love. Is anchored in love, similarly to to the to the, the lie that he tells, her, that at he tells her at the end, and 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 that he's 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 allowing um, he's giving that that man the money so that he can. Um, be like able do to this loving him. thing to uh, for 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 his wife, which is like I mean, and again, not to, not to believe. We don't see the dancing car later on, yeah, but not not to. Also, I love all the dancing cars. I love the dancing <laughs> car motif. But I mean, like also not to get like too too bogged down in this. But like one of the things about we talked about how this is like the science fiction movie about an alien who comes to our world and learns to like you know accept mankind as we are, and you know you could arguably see that almost as like a Jesus Christ metaphor if you want to look through it through like a Western civilization sort of lens. Uh, but it also like it it a lot of those stories can often seem like disenchanted with people they can seem like very cynical about people it's mm. about how we persecute outsiders how people who come from outside are like victimized by people who are closed-minded this film is generally quite optimistic about the yeah. human condition they're, they're... it's generally like people pk gets something of value he gets so much of value from us that he comes back at the end which is kind of heartwarming of itself despite our scruples and despite yeah. how many times we chase him to benny hill music and, 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 and slide whistles I also like the use of slide <laughs> whistles uh, on the soundtrack there's a number of points where characters have like reactions where they'll cover their eyes or their mouth and you'll hear a slide whistle which I you don't hear enough in, in films <laughs> but like despite the fact that 
you know, obviously he deals with heavy themes about, like, religious persecution. And, like, he lives through a bomb blast at a train station that kills his best friend. Mm. He still gets enough of his time with people. He still sees enough love in the world that he doesn't hate them. And Mm. he actually comes back. He doesn't see, like, it isn't an escape that he makes at the end so much as a, you know, a return so he can make a trip back later on. Which I, I really loved about the film. Yeah. And I, and and I quite like the songs as well. I think I preferred them to um, to uh, Lagan and Dangal actually. And I, I, I don't I, think I, anything I, was quite as good as the Dangal song from Dangal. I love the Dangal. Was, song. Yeah, no, no, actually, thinking, <laughs> Dangal, like, Dangal. thinking back, right. there were some pretty <laughs> awesome songs in those movies too. I the the, the I liked the um, the Love Is a Waste of Time song. Ah, yes. <laughs> the Love Is a Waste of Time. I want to waste my time. I love this waste of time. It, 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 it was a nice kind of a pop song because it's it has that sort of um, kind of self-aware sort of... Um, yeah. Like it's a very kind of uh, almost like contemporary yeah. um, pop song because it's, it's like a celebration of love, but it's also like kind of... As an acknowledgement of the pointlessness of it, but also a celebration then of that but pointlessness. But it's kind of like making yeah. fun of... Of, of the idea that it's pointless is like yeah. oh sure it's pointless but, but it isn't, isn't that why it's so fun um, yeah. or, but it, 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 like 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 I I, I, I thought I thought it, it, it was it was it was actually quite romantic um yeah there's and there's there's I quite like the gay panic song if only for the rhyming scheme the sick rhyming scheme <laughs> the, the love is a waste of time song was also like playing to like him having um I, maybe they couldn't show him having an actual wet dream, but he he's running towards her, and then a whole lot of like fountains start 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 like going Erupting. off, and she's there, kind yeah. of like in the, and I, then he realizes he's hallucinating the whole thing. I was one, up. Then I was he's on the train and is 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 kind of like <laughs> bouncing up and down, and then wakes up. Um, and then he's flying through the air I love the idea of like Andrew's like and that's immediately where Andrew's mind went because I was wondering you were giggling at several points during the, that sequence and I was wondering what was running through your head and now I know Not thank you for that mission song <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but actually the wet um, uh, sari uh, moment is very common in classical Bollywood films because they cannot show uh, uh, sex scenes uh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, I mean they they are not allowed. Um, uh, I mean now more, but in uh, traditional Bollywood films uh, you couldn't show uh, anything uh, uh, overtly sexual, and so basically these scenes were replaced by these chases uh, around trees sometimes yeah. and uh, uh, showing the um, uh, female lead in um, in the rain with her uh, sari or whatever <laughs> she was uh, wearing in all wet uh, that would cling to her body and reveal so, uh, the forms. I, 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 so that was um, a kind I, of a sexual aspect of uh, the, the Bollywood version of the train going through the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, that is more uh, laughable. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. and instead, the the, the, the wet uh, sari scene yeah. is more titillating. Like, yeah. I, I really like that because it's 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 just kind of censored enough that it's not going to really register with, with say kids. Darren. But it's uh, but it's titillating enough that it'll immediately register. But with Andrew's me. like, yeah. I know exactly what they're doing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 reaching an audience without uh, the without uh, alienating alienating another. <laughs> but uh, so, is there anything else? I know we haven't talked about a lot with the film, but is there anything big that you guys think we've missed so far? 
No, a big, no, I mean, just the references to Amitabh Bachchan, who is... Oh, the yes. poet, yes, yes exactly. you mentioned this. Yeah. Amitabh Bachchan is um, a big, big Bollywood star. I mean, he, he became big in the early 70s, no? And uh, his father is actually... Um, of a famous Indian poet, obviously now he's uh, passed away, but uh, he was um, really a famous Indian poet. And so basically they show in Bruges that uh, there is a recital of uh, Amitabh Bachchan, the actor, uh, reciting his uh, poems, you know, his father's poems, and uh, that was uh, a nice touch, I think, because um, uh, actually they were talking about um, uh, a real artist and a real Bollywood star, so they were kind of quoting oh. classical Bollywood, like. And and more, I assume the poetry that she was quoting was Bachchan's poetry, too. Uh, I um, I mean the, the one. Not to put you on she, spot. She, here, she, she says uh, she she wrote or so. No, I okay. don't think uh, I don't I don't think they were quoting his okay. poetry. But uh, uh, I mean, uh, um, it was um, it was a nice touch. I think because they were going to watch something uh, totally made up, but uh, something <laughs> yeah. that uh, could really happen, yeah. <laughs> which is very nice. And I, I, I uh, for the listeners as well, if you want to buy a piece of movie memorabilia you can buy the website SWA India which appears at, very briefly uh, at the com. end on the yeah. bottom of the uh, on the bottom of the standee where she's written the book PK yeah um, myself and Andrew both googled it simultaneously which I, was quite, I think <laughs> exactly. it's uh, how much myself and Andrew are on the same level we sort of turned to each other and both looked at the domain for sale uh, <laughs> so if you want to own a piece of PK listeners you can go online yeah. and do that now it's any any time like and any number of like hundreds of millions of people are watching this 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 movie this they very, could be directed to your domain they could be directed to your website swaindia.com you can thank us yeah but, uh, yeah we i love that we, we should actually... sell like your protein powder <laughs> or whatever we, that... we should turn that into a 250 domain <laughs> i think so yeah um, maybe yeah just uh, pointing directly just to this troll, episode troll our listeners yeah <laughs> yeah uh, before we were talking about uh, Sanjay Dutt uh, and uh, you... Oh, yeah, the, the, who plays the, the best friend. And... Uh, basically, um, uh, I mean, he's, um, he's in jail at the moment. Oh, because, yes, I remember this. Uh, because basically um, he did something stupid. I mean, he didn't uh, really commit uh, uh, crimes as such, but he bought uh, a gun that was linked to a terrorist attack. And uh, because of uh, having this gun, he was uh, basically charged for terrorism. And then uh, the charge was changed and so on. He was allowed to go out to uh, make some movies. But um, he, he wow. needs to be in jail for a long time because of um, these guns. That, uh, because he has always been a controversial character because okay. uh, he, he comes from a family of uh, famous uh, uh, actors, for example, his mother uh, was the star, uh, the female lead in Mother India, okay. that is one of the most famous uh, Indian films of all time, and uh, it was also nominated for Oscars and whatnot. So basically, uh, I mean, he was coming from a big, big um, um, uh, in, in the, family, yeah. yes, yes, in the uh, film family, and um, he always had problems with uh, drug and uh, drugs and alcoholism and so on. And he had uh, this uh, life uh, with uh, a lot of uh, troubles uh, also because uh, he, uh, he was always uh, going with uh, 
different women and um, uh, he had um, wrong friends uh, kind of and uh, and then uh, these people linked him with um, uh, because he was um, afraid of uh, um, his family being attacked and so he said I have to protect myself and they get a gun and he, uh, it just turns out the gun is linked to a terrorist attack. exactly so that's why that's why he's in jail so kids if you are buying illegal firearms please make sure they are not linked to terrorist attacks yeah. in our show notes we'll have uh, uh, guides on legitimate vendors for uh, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did like, by the way, this is one of the things about watching a movie and, and sort of doing the podcast afterwards, because again, like myself and Andrew were sitting there watching the film and, and Babu uh, turned to Giovanna and said, is, is that? And, and Giovanna was like, that, that's Sanjay. Yeah? And he's like, and Babu's like, isn't he in jail? And she's like, I think he may have been out. And that was just it. There was, the, there was no other context for myself and Andrew. It's like, uh, well, the, the interesting thing was, uh, just on a final note, that the... The guy you saw at the very end of the film, that he's... Oh, yes, oh, yes. yes. the guy who walks out of the cloud and you guys uh, recognise him. Ranbir Kapoor is yeah. another so big... He's big. a very big actor and he's basically starring in a biography of, of Sanjay, Sanjay Dutt that yeah. was released recently. Recently, yes, we saw so, it last month at yeah. the cinema. It's a fantastic film. And really, that really kind of shows what, What's the name of it? Sanju. Oh, Sanju, Sanju is uh, basically the, the nickname for Sanjay. Is this the one that came out after Race 3? Do I, would it have been around that time? Uh, he, yeah, he was, around uh, that. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, it's been recent, very recent. I, I yes, think yes, it popped yes, in yes. the top ten. Actually. I think it made the Irish uh, Yes, yes, yeah. it was very, very successful at the box office. And basically, Rambir Kapoor, the, the last uh, naked alien that yeah. you see, played Sanjay Dutt, that oh. was uh, the, the Six film. Degrees of Sanjay Dutt. Star, yeah. star of the upcoming PK2. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, oh, by the way, just in case English listeners are curious, uh, PK, the title is a pun on the word tipsy, as is a suggested dialogue, which is, is also drunk. Um, that's where the title comes from, apparently. Cool. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are going to wrap it up, but we'll be back next week where we'll be discussing uh, Giovanna and Babu will be back again discussing Rang de Basanti, which we're quite looking forward to. And in the meantime, if people are looking to find you online, or even if you just want to recommend something for listeners to try, if you've a show, a movie that you've been watching, podcast you've been listening to, activity you've been enjoying, if you want to add a little joy to listeners' lives, how would you do it? Babu? I would be inclined to um, follow that great Irish tradition and uh, have a look at the hurling because I went to the semis, two semis, and they were absolutely amazing. The probably one of the fastest games that you can play with a ball and a, a stick. Um, so hurling, follow yeah. that. Okay. So if 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 you if you have if you have uh, like Sky Plus for example, you might they may still have the uh, all the games. the All Ireland um, hurling final. Which I believe is Sunday the the nineteenth. Nineteenth, I think it's two um, weeks from the yeah, oh, of September of August. So um, um, if 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 listeners of this podcast keep this in mind for twenty nineteen, where <laughs> where when the hurling will be back again, because yeah. um, of 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 course we're 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 recording this after the hurling final oh. on Sunday the 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 nineteenth. Yeah. Um, that was a great game. But so we know, we know, we know the results. And um, we know that editing break. One. <laughs> and, 
I really enjoyed the hurling, but another thing that um, I, I really like uh, and um, I really recommend is to show Wicked, uh, the, the oh, musical. The, did you go and yes. see that at the Borgosh? Yes, 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 it's fantastic. It's uh, really good. I mean, um, uh, the friends who were with me were disappointed that there wasn't a live orchestra. For me, it didn't uh, create any problem because the, um, uh, the singing and uh, the costume and the scenery and the story were all fantastic. It's an so. absolutely beautiful musical. I've seen it myself. It's amazing. And one other thing as well, being as though we, we'd watched Lagan, um, Ireland is now a, a test cricket nation, one of only 20, I believe. And um, they, they do have That's test right. matches, ma- uh, matches, and there were two that were this summer. Um, in Malahide. In Malahide, yeah. So we went to watch the um, Pakistan versus Ireland. Um, and How'd then, Ireland do? Reasonable. <laughs> Didn't quite achieve... The, the success they would have liked but it was an amazing uh, opportunity and yeah, but Pakistan is very yeah, they are like, yeah, yeah. and India came here as well and I believe that it's going to be Ireland versus Afghanistan up in the north nice probably not the best location maybe easiest to get to but depends where you are alright but yeah so Ireland is now a test nation yay mm-hmm. yay. yay and you can yay. see top class cricket here and a cup price <laughs> yeah, or you can join the the um, tra- traveling supporters going to Afghanistan for the return <laughs> fixture. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's actually in, uh, up in the north in uh, <laughs> Stormont. So there's going to oh, be a match in nice. Stormont. Stormont's um, lovely. The grounds are amazing. Yeah. It's it's because they're all just open sort of parkland. It's sort of yeah. I, it makes and, sense. And it's really peaceful there because nobody's there doing any work <laughs> at the moment because the there's moment. no government. Yeah. Just it's, edit that one. For <laughs> I'm fairly sure by the time edit this podcast goes out, there will still be nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a great time to visit because yeah, you there don't, is you no don't government. Have all of those busy people bustling about. They're um, on holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're on, Andrew. Um, but anyway, so Andrew, yourself, is there anything you'd recommend, or if people want to find you online, where can they find you? Um, oh, um, just just follow the 250 podcast and um, also go uh, leave reviews on iTunes. Um, uh, you can subscribe to us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. If you want to support podcasts, I'd recommend people to, to, to go to Stitcher Premium. We don't get any money from that because we're not behind any paywalls. But 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 there are some. Uh, we're showing some, solidarity. Yeah, and there is like kind of like older podcasts that are no longer kind of like on your feeds, like some of the Earwolf stuff that I enjoy, like Comedy Bang Bang. I got. Uh, I think I spoke a long time ago uh, on a previous podcast about how I finally found out that my catchphrase for Comedy Bang Bang was used. Um, uh, years later because it was behind the paywall and I'd never heard it Um, so maybe you'll maybe Maybe you'll have a magical experience maybe you're a fan of Comedy Bang Bang and you've you've submitted a catchphrase that you assumed was never used and discovered that it was Um, so living the dream Andrew living the dream Um, that's how sad my life is (laughs) Um, personally I'd recommend I've been watching the HBO show The Deuce Uh, I'm way behind the curve on that one this is the one where James Franco plays twins in 1970s New York uh, from David Simon and uh, it's basically it's the guy who created The Wire it's a wonderful sort of glimpse of like 70s grotty New York it's very well constructed very well made Maggie Gyllenhaal's fantastic in it Um, it, it's absolutely fantastic fantastic and if you haven't seen it i would recommend giving it a look uh you can follow me at darren underscore mooney also as andrew mentioned the podcast account at the 250 stitcher itunes wherever good podcasts are sold you, uh, 
You can also find us on swaindia.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just type it in and uh, we'll be available now. Um, anyway, take it easy, guys. We'll be back next week. Giovanna and Babu will kindly be coming back to discuss our Indian Summer 99. Uh, that is uh, Ranga Basanti. It's a really good film. Take it easy, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.